the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. This is You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Powered by Air Transat. So Roz's Twitter account was hacked last night. Yeah. And we're going to talk to the hacker. Yeah, because when you do get hacked, and how it happened was, if you're just joining us, um, Maury wound up DMing with the guy who hacked my account and convinced him to give it back to me and then come on the show and answer a few questions. Because when you do get hacked, the one question that everybody wants to know is how and the second one is why why would you do this it was such a pain in the ass that ruined my night last night yeah, of so course. do we want to talk to my hacker who has agreed to come on with us today yes is the answer hello hacker it's Razamoka. yo what's up what's oh going my God. on wow you sound like you were going <laughs> like i don't even know how did we call you like you're not you're not calling us on a telephone right like you've got this wired through nine different ways right <laughs> Um, it's like a virtual telephone for a computer. Are you uh, English? Yeah, I'm from England. What the oh hell, my God. man? Okay, here's a question. How did you find Roz's Twitter account? So, basically, obviously your email address was on a certain domain. I'm not going to say that, but it was on a certain domain. And, you know, there's like a list of verified accounts. And then you basically just get a checker that checks for the you know, after the at sign with the dot com and there's like certain domains that can be taken easily. And obviously yours is on that domain and it was verified. So it just makes it a lot easier to take. But why? Okay, so hold on here. So the email address that was associated with my account is like an easy domain to hack. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you, you can take any email on, on, on that domain. Really? So yesterday when you hacked Roz's account, was his the only account you got yesterday or were there no, multiple? No, there's like 10 accounts. 10 okay. accounts yesterday. So, wow. so when you did this, so after you get my, you're, you're in there, right? Like how do you actually then go into my account and start, why, and you changed all my pictures and stuff? I don't like think I did that, but if I did, it was probably, because um, there's like a bunch of accounts, so I don't remember exactly which is which, but it was probably just to make it harder for you to get your account back or like prove a true of identity and stuff. Yo, but, but why, yeah. why BTS, man? Yeah, like you changed, <laughs> my, you changed my name to BTS. Uh, yeah, okay. So basically, um, the whole reasoning behind it wasn't to keep your account or pretend to be famous, but because you have the, uh, the tick on Twitter, basically gives you a priority and support tickets. Right. So let's say you want to target someone's Twitter account, you want to suspend them, um, get them banned. You basically just, you get a, an account of a blue tick, you duplicate their profile, and then Twitter sees your account and they're like, oh, well, you're a celebrity, so this other account must be faking you. So you clone their profile picture, you clone their header, their bio, and then you report this guy for impersonating you and Twitter bans the other person, even though they're, like, they're innocent. Okay, so because here's what I know. The account that you turned my account into, and this is interesting, uh -huh. is at BTS. And at Dude. BTS yeah. is not associated with the band. It's just some guy who has the at BTS Okay. So yeah. if, so you were trying to get that guy banned? Yeah, so BTS stands for Bloodthirsty Sinner in his case. And basically, I hacked that account to give it to my friend because he actually, like, you know, he's in that, like, K-pop BTS community, so it was a better use for him. And then um, he took it back from my friend. 
And, you know, we just thought it'd be funny to be like, if we can't have it, you can't have it. And, you know, just suspend his account. I already suspended it originally and he got it back. So we're just going to do it again temporarily, so, you know, just to annoy him. Yo, how old are you? I'm 19. You hacked my account. So you could give your friend at BTS? No, I, like I gave him BTS in the past, but um, he can't keep BTS. It's not like he just can't keep it. So we're just going to like suspend his account, like ban him from Twitter. So if we can't have it. He can't have it. Because you're oh, such a huge... Oh, just out of spite. Because his friend is a yeah, big BTS so, fan. So like, basically, like if, if we see someone we don't like or isn't appealing to our, like, our views or they say stupid things and Twitter doesn't do their job, then you know we can just go ahead and suspend them ourselves. Wow, dude. I have a question that we didn't get an answer to. How did you get my password? Um, well, they, if you if you call up support, they would create a temporary password for you to access your email. And did you have to pay for any of this information? Like, what am I worth? I mean, if you want to get someone's information, you can get it for free. Let's say you have an email address. If that email address is on eBay, you call up eBay and, you know, you give them the email address and, and then they ask you, oh, um, you know, like a, sec a security question and you go, oh, what's my postal code so I can remember? And they give you the zip code and then you just Google the zip code and then it gives you your address and then you just provide them the, the address and then they just give you all the information on your account for free. Right, but did you pay anything for me? No, no, no. Okay. Yo, this sounds like it takes a long time. Yeah, I don't usually do those type of things. Hey, I have another question for you. While you were while you were in my camp, one, did you read my DMs? No, no. I, I didn't. I didn't open a single DM okay. apart from the one about um, giving your account back. Right. And I, I was just. I was just clarifying that I wasn't going to tweet anything malicious or okay. like try and damage your career of any okay. sort. I, I do notice one thing though on my Twitter right now. Yeah. Right. I'm following, like, I got a lot of BTS stuff showing up in my timeline that was never there before. Oh, no. Did you start, like, following accounts when you had Roz's account? No, oh. I, I never followed anyone. Maybe. Dude, I'm maybe, telling you right now. I think I think the BTS fans are trying to get you to be BTS. I don't know. I don't no, know what's happening. No, 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 no. Like, I'm telling you, I got a lot of BTS stuff in my timeline right now that I don't, like, follow at all. <laughs> Um, dude, well, that's, that's what'd you do? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like some black magic. No, like, dude, what did you do? Honestly, bro, what did you do? What did you Yo, do? You're just gonna have to figure it out because, like, I can't help you on that one. Oh, <laughs> what did you do? Oh, no, bro, what did you do? Why am I following all this BTS stuff? Yeah, I'm gonna come back in a week and you're gonna be playing BTS on the radio every day. Oh, we play we BTS play on the radio BTS every day. Every day. Oh my god, well, see that maybe that's why it was just you know faith. Do you ever do you ever like steal stuff from people and stuff or no? Um, no, that would be illegal. Although, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I would never steal anything. Yeah. Um, you know, I took your Twitter account for educational purposes only for the audience and uh, the public view to the show. You know, there's exploits out there because it is an exploit. You know, taking someone's account, reporting them for impersonation, and then being banned. You know, that's clearly an exploit in the system. But no, um, I would I would never steal from someone. That sounds very illegal. Well, you ruined my night. And you've also ruined my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's your fault for using that email, so... My probably, fault! Like, <laughs> Stop that's it. all your fault, Roz. Yeah. All right, Hacker, uh, you got access like, to Roz's uh, Twitter account yesterday yeah. and uh, and nice enough to give it back. Thank you for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show today. Yeah, have a nice day, guys. Yeah, right, do, do your more BTS feed. What? What'd you say? So enjoy the BTS feed. Oh, you're <laughs> such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a jerk, man. <laughs> you, you'll figure it out in a couple weeks. Oh! What does that mean? Oh, no! What does that mean? What did you do? Am I going to have to go through this all again, dude? Honestly. 
Nah, you're good. I'll see you next week, all right? <laughs> Bro! <laughs> Come on, man. No, seriously. I can't, no, I can't do, this. do this again, Don't, don't man. do this to the guy. Don't do this to the guy. No, but seriously, no, you're safe. You're fine. Just, okay. I would I'd advise you not to use that... Um, that email again and also there's a setting on your account where you can you can enter and it says like require personal information to reset my password yeah and, you know that that makes it a lot harder but okay. yeah don't jerk me around yeah. again bro okay i try not to oh stop <laughs> it <laughs> <laughs> have a nice morning pal. yeah great thanks the Roz and mocha show podcast spoiler alert we're gonna talk game of thrones yeah, massive spoiler alert, first of all. Damn it, Maury, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Maury's been doing reviews so far of this season of Game of Thrones. Up until this point, damn it, Maury's never seen Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, are you enjoying it at, at all? No. Now? No. Oh, How many wow. more are there? After tonight, too, or after oh, last night, God. too. Thank God. Okay, and uh, your reviews are very popular. These are from somebody who has, knows nothing about Game of Thrones, don't know the characters, don't know the stories, like, I don't, don't know anything. These people are living in this big town for what? Well, I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. That's what we're all that's where we're all going with this. So Mocha, as you said, massive spoiler alert. So if you did not see Game of Thrones last night, dip for a couple, come back, okay? So damn it, Maury, with your review of episode five, final season. What's that? Episode Episode four. four. Sorry. Episode four, final season, Game of Thrones, Maury, please. Well, it's not as dark as this time. The blonde queen is looking over a dead guy and she kisses him on the forehead while the red-headed queen kisses a different dead guy on the forehead while crying. She puts a lion hair clip in his belt buckle and walks away. <laughs> Jon Snow says we're here to say goodbye to our brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers, etc., etc. We must keep them alive in our memory. In front of him is rows and rows of dead bodies. And the super gross, a bunch of people walk over to the dead bodies and set them on fire to dispose of them. <laughs> everyone is still standing around watching them burn. Now everyone is inside for a big dinner. <laughs> Some are laughing while others are talking about the bad smell of the bodies outside. The blonde queen tells a slim, good-looking guy that she uh, wants him to go to the storm's end because he is Lord Breathy. Everyone raises their goblets to Lord Breathy. Now uh-huh. things are getting out of hand. The blonde no, queen. Now things are getting out of hand. <laughs> the blonde queen has a Starbucks drink in front of her. Plus, people are um, challenged to chug their horns full of drinks and vomit in celebration as winter has fell. <laughs> a bunch of young ladies are asking these few ogrely bearded gross men to touch them and spend the night with them. Two say yes, one says no. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lord Breathy goes outside where the fierce young girl that fought all of the dragons last week is shooting bows and arrows. The man with a metal hand kisses her and asks her to marry him. She says, you're a wonderful lord and um, and a lady would be happy to have you, but I'm not a lady. I never have been. That's not me. And she walks away. Yes, she's a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, next door is more um, uh, this rugged, handsome guy, strong man, <laughs> is with this motherly lady with a black eye. He says uh, that it's so hot in here and tries to take his shirt off. So she does it for him and then takes her own shirt off. Oh, and wow. now they're kissing. Yeah. And he says that you must drink if you've never had sex before. 
Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Down the hall, the blonde yeah. queen goes into a room with Jon Snow. They start making out. Everyone is just kissing uh, tonight. I thought those two were a brother and sister. She tells him to, <laughs> um, to never tell people who he really is. She holds his hand and says she wants uh, it to be the way it once was between them. He says... He really needs to tell Salsa. And she says, you can't tell Salsa. In a meeting room, the blonde queen says, we have won winter's fair. Now we will win the last war. And looks at the redheaded queen with hate and says, under the right queen... You know, and that's apparently not her. The fierce young girl and the boy in the wheelchair tell Jon Snow that they don't like his queen. Yeah. The fierce girl tells Jon Snow that he is Stark and he is the brother. The blonde queen is riding her dragon, dying to fight the people in those massive pirate ships. They are shooting bows and arrows, yet they keep missing. And then they suddenly strike one of the boats and it goes down. And some black guy is yelling, it's Sunday, it's Sunday. A bald, plum-looking man is going around telling people there is a problem with Jon Snow, asking if we really want him as a ruler. Someone says he doesn't want to be a ruler because he bent his knee. <laughs> but do we really want a Bulgarian mother and a Stark father? The motherly lady with a black eye is really sad to see the metal-handed guy ride off his horse in the distance. It's the next day, and all the people are outside really outside a really nice castle with people who dress better than they do. They are fighting, uh, they are fighting outfits. Uh, a queen with a really awesome velvet cape is in the castle looking down on the blonde queen. They ask for the well-dressed queen to step down as her time as queen is done. And it's time for someone else's turn. In response, they chop off the head of a girl that they had as hostage. Right. Spoiler alert! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Want to talk about the 10 ugliest facial, facial, 10 ugliest physical features according to men and women? Oh, boy. I don't even All know right, where this came from. Yeah, what weirdo site did this? So it's a dating site called, okay. oh God. What, say it. It's called beautifulpeople.com. Is this real, Well, Maury? hold on. Aren't you a member of that? Of beautiful people? In spirit, yes. But I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not an account holder on... <laughs> Don't you run it? Beautifulpeople.com. Oh my God. That's okay. a thing? So what was this? Like This is like for good looking people to find good looking people? Yes. I'm surprised you're not on there. <sighs> but he's taken already. I know, but so, he probably likes to, you know, get the message. I can only imagine who's a member of beautiful people. So what, they surveyed everybody on this website? They asked 3,000 of their members to name the ugliest features someone can have. <laughs> oh this is God. like... You brought it up. I know, because to me it's fascinating, but... I, and then I start to lose interest because obviously these people are just terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to guess. Okay. Normally, I like guessing at these. I'll guess nose. Okay, so so let let me let me rephrase this. Let me rephrase this this sort of. Let me reset this up in a different way here. If you could think of terrible people, awful people, yes. who are wildly narcissistic, yes. only care about physical features, yes. are so shallow yes. that you would never want to spend any time with them doing anything. Okay, lips, nose, and eyes. Okay, so what would they consider to be ugly if, features? I would say somebody on that list would say something like, a person's lips are too thin. Oh, wow. That you would make you them ugly. real specific, huh? Right? So according to women, yeah. 
the worst features that a man can have. A small chin. <laughs> um, a, bad, a bad mouth. <laughs> like, like, I guess if it's crooked a little bit. Like, who's that's a bad mouth. Um, being overweight, being too short, having bad skin, too much body hair. Well, what's who's the judge of that? Who judges what's too much in the body hair what's department? What's wrong with too short? <laughs> a crooked nose. Bad hair. They always say is bad hair. Then get oh, a wow. haircut. What does that mean, though? Bad hair. Maybe like receding. Oh, here we go. Uh, bad posture. Oh, oh wow. terrible posture. Yeah, but yeah. that's because you're too tall and you're you're like top heavy. Catherine, on, I swear to you, I was sitting at the table the other day. Catherine walked by me and just put one hand on my chest and one hand on my lower back and straightened me out. Yeah, I almost called nine one one. I was in. So you much know, pain. It's, it's true. Sometimes I see the way you sit, <laughs> yeah. and you it's are your body is a C, is a letter C. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It really well, it's is because you you have a big head and then a yeah. thin body. But when I sit, my whole like when I sit, my go from my knees like to my body to my torso and then up my body and then my shoulders and my head and when I sit I'm a perfect C like if yeah. you look at my profile I'm a perfect C but Catherine put her hand on my chest I wasn't expecting it and one on the on my lower back and she wrenched me straight when I was sitting at the computer and I, I screamed like I whelped <laughs> like, I, like it was like something my body had never done before yeah. was sit up straight <laughs> It was the craziest thing. Uh, okay, so bad posture, eh, guilty. Uh, long or dirty fingernails and uh, being too scrawny or too skinny. And then according to men, the worst features that a woman can have. These oh, are, no. by the way, they surveyed terrible people for this list, okay? Yeah. So don't take it seriously. Um, again, bad skin, a poor figure. What does that mean? Who judges oh, what that no. means? Um, That's a straight up also, meme. Okay, also, no butt or too much butt. <laughs> like how do you how do, how do you how do you who decides what is what is too little or too much when it comes to butt? That's what yeah. I want to know. I guess it's personal preference. Uh, too much makeup, uh -huh. no makeup. Like these people have no <laughs> idea what they're talking about. They don't even know what they want. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, posture. <laughs> the Rosin Mocha Show podcast. Um, did your Instagram change yet? It did. We were talking about this yesterday, that Instagram had made the announcement, or Facebook made the announcement, that uh, they're going to get rid of all the, the number of likes that a follower can see on a person's post. Yeah. However, you, as the owner of the account, will be able to go in and see the total number of likes for that photo. So, that post. so has yours switched over? Mine no. hasn't, so, but last night yeah. my wife Jenna, hers did. Yeah. So mine switched? Yeah, mine mine switched. Now I'll tell you this. And for anybody who's has not has yours switched, Maury? Yours has not. So here's what you can do. So if you're on your profile, yeah. right, and you click one of your pictures, right? Yep. It doesn't you can't see the number of likes. And then if you click view insights, you can see the number of likes. Sure. But I'll tell you what this doesn't do if you post a video. It doesn't show you the number of likes? It doesn't show you the number of views. Really? No. That's weird. So watch, you click insights on a video, yeah. it shows you the amount of likes but not the number of views on a video. Oh, wow. So there's what actually you scroll, scroll. You can't scroll any further down? No. Oh, there's wow. no way to see the amount of views. They no longer on mine anyway, and yeah. I could be completely wrong, but when you post a video now, now not even you get a view count of the video. Oh wow. That's going to be somewhat of a of a game changer for those 
people that make money, like their income is, you know, working with brands. Yeah. Although I did read that there's going to be a separate portion of Instagram for people, content creators. um, Everybody's a content creator. That use it for, uh, for business. Everybody uses it for business. That is like a desktop version where you can track uh, analytics and stuff. And they're also doing, (laughs) let's say, for example, if I'm working with Nike, right? Yeah. And if I post a picture and I'm wearing like a Nike, brand new Jordans. Sure. Only a handful of people now and brands now can tag a link for a specific item that takes you to the purchase page. Right. They're going to open that up for everybody. Oh, wow. Pretty soon. Wow. So if I'm working with like Nike and I get the new AJ4s and I could then hit a button that says, okay, you click here and then it'll automatically open on your phone. You can click buy. Like YouTube. Just like YouTube. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's crazy. Uh, So this, uh, this has affected a lot of people who care about likes. (laughs) Uh, poor Maury, poor more Maury. Than, uh, damn Maury. It affected him so much <laughs> yeah. that he had to have a conversation with his husband, Matthew, <laughs> about it last night. Did you hear about Instagram? No. The the likes, they're hiding, they're hiding the likes. You'll no longer see the likes. Like, oh, like, I don't give a people like it or not. But isn't oh. that the whole reason we post things? No, not my reason. It's your reason, not mine. Oh, ouch. I'm not addicted to likes like you are. Well, what's the point of posting anything if, there, if you can't see who's liking it? Is this true? Because I hope they get rid of it. I'm tired of liking things. And no, it's true. No, you yeah. still like it. Just no one will see how many people liked it. It'll just say like Matthew and others. It's not going to have a number of how many likes. That's right. Yeah, I don't care. It's fine by me. Then what's the point? I don't care. Why am I posting pictures at the gym or at the beach? If you can't see the thousands of likes. You shouldn't be posting pictures at the gym and the beach. When you're at the gym, you should be working out. When you're at the beach, you should be suntanning. No, but when you're at the gym, if you post a gym picture, it's motivation. People saying good for you, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) We'll we'll no longer see. Good, I'll save time. I don't have to like (laughs) Scrolling, scrolling, liking, liking, liking. Oh, please, my dude. (laughs) Nothing, nothing, please. How are you going to, like, celebrate likes? How are you supposed to, like, feel good about yourself? I don't celebrate likes, and I feel good about myself without the likes. Yeah. Rest in peace, Instagram. <laughs> okay. It's time to make dinner, sweetie. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. La Mezia with Air Transat. This is your gateway to the gems of Calabria, right at the tip of Italy's boot. Uh, Three-hour drive from Sicily. Also, the perfect home base to discover all of the islands. Also, the beaches. Italian beaches are like where it's at. Do yourself a favor and just right now, just Google some pictures of La Mezia and check out what you're missing because we were talking earlier how I love it. I've never eaten food the way that I have when I've been to Italy, all over the, the different parts of Italy, whether it's Rome or anywhere else. Yeah. And you take that food and you take a beach like that. And that is a life-changing experience. It's paradise. It's paradise. Air Transat offers two direct flights per week from Toronto to La Mezia, Italy as of June 18th. Go to airtransat.com to book your flight. What's this? Oh, somebody on the phone? Oh, yeah, let's take a phone call. B wrote this, Roz. Sure. And we can either continue the conversation... Or after I read the text, we yeah. can just be like, forget it and hang up. Oh, okay. Oh, I like this. Okay? Yeah, go ahead. Be said, what if I told you I've been keeping track of between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? And it's not what you think. How, when did you start keeping track? Well, I did 
be binging on podcasts the first time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, there's so many good things. So I started keeping like timestamps of like the moments that really make me laugh. Right. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's just start and see like what the, um, the tally is because on Wednesdays I do see that, you know, there are some people that are like, well, do you guys actually have a tally? And I'm like, you know what? Let's just start. Oh, when and we I've post been, on Instagram for Ask Razamoka. Yeah, yeah. So I've been like, you know what? Let's, I'm actually kind of curious. So okay. when I did the second time around um, on the podcast, I started binging and like, I, sorry, I started uh, keeping score. And I'm going, okay, okay, this is interesting, okay. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. Okay, so this would be a tally of. How many? How long have we been doing the podcast? Almost a year and a, a half. Year and a bit. Yeah. Okay. So about yeah. a, about a year and a half. This is not for the um, the the ten years almost of no. the Rosamond no. show. No. Okay. No. So, do we want to know the answer of who is the most favorite? I don't oh. know if I do. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah. I don't know if I want to know either. B. I'll tell you one thing, though. Yeah? No. Uh, most, I, okay. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. It's not you okay. guys. It's Maury. It's okay. Maury. Okay, 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 okay. We may bleep you. Okay. Uh, Maury is at 15. Oh. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Maury is at 15. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I... Oh, man. I, I won't give you the numbers. I will tell you that right now, as of the last episode, you guys are... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. No, B, I don't even know if I want to know that. Okay, okay. Hold the on. difference? Okay, hold on. Can we put you on? Put, we're going to put you on hold. You tell Maury, okay? Hold on. Okay. Okay. No, I don't trust oh, Maury, no. though. Okay, never mind. No, no, no. Okay, we can't on. trust Maury. Okay. Maury can't keep a secret. Are you no, nuts? No, you're right. No, you're right. Maury doesn't know See, how to but, keep but, a secret but I'll at tell all. You, but I'll tell you the problem is, though, and, and why I think that I sort of do want to know or why we should let this out is because it's actually not something that somebody can't just figure out on their own. Like, anybody could right. go through the podcast and listen to this. Yeah. It's not like you found information that we right. didn't want out there. Anybody can just go through and count. Sure. True. Well, then let them go through and count. I don't know if I want to know. Okay. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to know. Hold on now. Hold Not because I'm scared, because I know. I think you are scared. No. No, I think you happen if now that we put that out there, people are going to yeah. start tweeting it. We're going to know. Well, <sighs> would you rather cut it off right now and let her tell us and then that's it? Or do you going to want to be bombarded with social media posts? Here's the way I can see it going. If okay. I tell you who the winner is, yeah. um, the, uh, the other person might get like... A- yeah, because I think, that, yeah, you're right. And there's no way to not then manipulate future answers because people uh, inevitably are going to feel empathy to whoever the person is that did not come out on top of this. I mean, she gave mm-hmm. us a huge clue. But I'll tell you, see, and now I'm starting to hope that it's not me because I could really use that attention. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I could really use a couple weeks no, of people saying I, nice stuff about I me. I don't. I, you know what? I'm standing my ground. I don't want to know. You don't want to know. I huh? don't want to know. Why wow. don't you want to know? Why don't you want to know? Is because, like, so if, you just, said, if, you're, if you're just joining us right now, uh, over the course of this entire show that Mocha and I have been doing this together, Mocha always asks between Ronza Mocha, who's your favorite? And people always have their own personal favorite, and it's funny, and it's everything else. B is on the phone with us right now, and we've been doing the podcast for a year and a half, and you. Went through every episode and made a tally uh, of who actually, to this point, has come out on top. Who actually is the favorite based on the last year and a half of asking everybody that we talked to that same question. And so the question that we have now is, do we want to know that answer? I say no for the simple fact that when we continue to ask, even after today, right? I don't want somebody to think about 
the answer that B has yeah. and maybe change it because of the answer. Right. And if we find out, we're going to have to now start keeping tally ourselves. No, we're not. Yeah. No, Roz The, the idea of counting know. is making more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> counting by one. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. What do you... Okay. Uh, well, listen, uh, B, Mocha does not want to know. So I think that this has to be an across the board unanimous thing because if one of us knows and the other doesn't, I don't, I, I don't see how that works. So I think that in order for us to say, yes, we want to know the answer, it would have to be two yeses. Okay. B, thank you very much for your text. Thank you no for problem. taking uh, time to go through the podcast and, and do <laughs> Sorry, all that, get the final way. tally. I, I have a whole bunch of stuff saved. So, like, okay. I mean, I have how many times you said, uh, that's what she said. Oh, yeah. um, wow. I'd like to know that number. How many times have I said, that's what she said? 95. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's huge. Um, that's what she said. Yeah, okay, 96. Um, <laughs> Ross has been called a smooth cool dude 24 times. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see here. What else uh, pinched. Mocha has won 11 rounds. Mari has won five. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mouse charades. Mocha has won 24. Ross has won four. Wow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's really it because everything else is just timestamps. So, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Wow. Those are great numbers. Thanks for the research. Yeah. Hey, no problem. I'll, I'll keep it going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah please, please do. do. Yeah, and call us back. Text us back and we'll, we'll check in with you in another little while. And B, between uh, Ross and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, no. Mocha. It has to be loyalty. It's Mocha. So you can now add another uh, W for Mocha in your in your uh, your column there, your research. I will. I'll do that. Yeah, B, thank Thanks. you very much for listening. Thanks, guys. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Ross and Mocha got you. Hello, Catherine. It's Ross and Mocha. Hi. Hi. How's life in uh, Vancouver today? Um, It's pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Catherine, you wrote us this, uh, Ross and Mocha FML. How do I deal with this issue? My nephew's birthday lands on Mother's Day. We didn't do anything last year as he was born and we spent the day at the hospital. My dad has informed us that it's not all about his birthday, meaning the kid, right? Yeah. Okay. And we should celebrate mom and not him. And she wants to go to a casino and then have dinner. And then since you've been laid off that you can't afford to do both and you get that it's Mother's Day, it's important, but um, shouldn't the attention be on the kid's birthday? And if you had to pick one, what are you going to do? Are you all immediate family? Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, she's my stepmom, but I consider her as like like my real mom. Sure. So. Okay. So and what and so does she not want to celebrate the baby's birthday? Well, since last year, because like we didn't celebrate it, because my sister was in the hospital for like three days. Yeah. Like trying to push out her first baby, and like we didn't do anything last year before that, right? So let me ask you this: Here's where I, I guess I'm a little bit confused on this. Why are you not putting any attention to your sister's first Mother's Day? Yeah, that's what I said, and I guess like my mom didn't really understand that either. Does your mom, sorry, your stepmom, have a good relationship with you and your sister? Um, not really. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so so yeah, so this <laughs> so, is what's confusing: is I yeah. don't understand why everybody is just not getting together. Because nobody yeah, gets along. Is that what it is? Nobody gets along. Well, it's like a odd relationship, right? What's your relationship like with your dad? Or are you and your sister with your dad? Oh, it's great. He loves the kid and like he's really excited and like he's actually going to pay for the barbecue because Lisa, my sister, yeah. is off mat leave and like he's giving her money. So <laughs> Okay, so here's the, so there's no chance of all of you guys getting together and doing one big celebration, right? No, she wants it separate, like. 
She wants the day to be all about herself. Well, is there any room for compromise where on Mother's Day you celebrate your nephew's first birthday and maybe the day before you do all things Mother's Day with your stepmom? I already suggested that and she's like, no, it's Mother's Day on Sunday, not Saturday. Okay, Does is there any chance that your mother will do anything with your sister? Most likely, but my sister wants... To be with our kid on Mother's Day. Okay, so you're, it's going to have to be split over. I mean, you're either going to have to make a choice, yeah. right? And which is terrible because you're in a in a weird position. But now, what is the conversation between your sister and your stepmother like? Now, are they talking, trying to figure out how to celebrate all this, or are you the only one that's caught in the middle? I'm probably most likely caught in the middle, like trying to like calm my sister down and like telling her that yeah, I know it's his first birthday, but you know how mom is. Right. <laughs> right. I just okay. don't understand. So your so, sister and stepmom don't, there's like zero communication whatsoever. At this point, they haven't talked in like over a week. Okay. So, so yeah. but does your stepmom yeah. not have any interest in celebrating the baby's first birthday? Well, she is excited, but she's more excited to get gifts on Mother's Day. <laughs> oh my God. Damn, girl. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Have you I, ever had a conversation with your dad without your stepmom around about this semi-toxic relationship? Uh, not really. Hmm. It's kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I think that you're going to have to just figure out a way as a family to to do this. Celebrate the kid's birthday a day early and then do a double Mother's Day on Mother's Day. Like, I, I don't know what other, like, it just, everybody just can't dig their heels in, right? And so here's my, my thing is this, is that it's not a you problem. This is like, you need the family to get together and figure all this out. Yeah. You can't be the one that figures all this out, especially when your dad's putting pressure on you and you got the stepmother and you got your sister and you got a baby like this can't be something that you have to decide on your own you have to get everybody together and say hey let's figure out what is what's going to happen what are we doing we're all family here we can figure this out we're all grown yeah my opinion right now is that it's your sister's first kid it's the first birthday it's her first mother's day your stepmother should be bending over backwards to do whatever she can to accommodate your sister yeah that's just me yeah that's what i thought as well (laughs) and i think that as a family you guys need to rally around your sister your stepmother's had a lot of mother's days getting gifts should not be her priority making sure your sister has a kick-ass first mother's day should be her priority yeah she has a list on the fridge on what she wants for mother's yeah. day anyways yeah. oh wow <laughs> that's Terrible. that's rude yeah that's rude all right well hopefully yeah. we uh help give you some answers all right thank you all right <laughs> thanks Catherine. stick stick with your sister and all the firsts that she's going through okay all right <laughs> ross and mocha's fix my life only on kiss there are eight trending like on my twitter yeah because my Twitter and your Twitter are different. Yeah. But eight things on my Twitter right now trending are all Game of Thrones related. Let me tell you how uh, <clears throat> Game of Thrones my Twitter is. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So oh, t- all, wow. all ten are all ten, but only so Jamie is Jamie Lannister. Like if you see Jamie tweeted uh, trending on Twitter is Jamie Lannister. This is how crazy people are for Game of yeah, Thrones. And Jamie's trending twice because half the people spelt it wrong. Oh, how's it spelled? It's uh, J-A-M-I-E and then J-A-I-M-E. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's how hardcore... <laughs> so uh, same name, yeah. just spelled differently. Just spelled differently, yeah. Wow. So, no. uh, so we'll have that. And people are freaking out because there was a coffee cup in one of the scenes last night. I'm seeing that. Like it looked like like an, like not not a mug but like a takeaway like a Starbucks cup. It's not Starbucks, but it's the exact oh, same as like a Starbucks like cup. It. Yes. Yeah. 
and it was left on the table in one of the scenes and everybody is now going in on the cinematographer who last week the episode was so dark and he blamed people didn't know how to use their televisions right yeah. calibrate right <laughs> calibrate your TV <laughs> so after all of this right after everything that had gone on and the years that they put this together and the budgets and everything else and the amount of eyes that saw that scene yeah. nobody noticed that at the dinner scene in like the first half of the episode last night that between Jon Snow and Danny is a takeaway coffee cup on the yeah. middle of their like medieval dining table. Yeah. Somebody timestamped it and said this is at exactly 17 minutes and 49 seconds into the show. How does that happen? I don't they know. They made dragons? Yeah. And they can't delete a coffee cup. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. CGI is at a level it's never been ever before yeah. like you could you could superimpose i don't know like a giant chalice or something yes a 12 year old can delete a can erase a pimple off a picture that's right? true <laughs> a 13 year old can erase a boyfriend out of a picture <laughs> you're telling me that the game of thrones guys can't take a coffee cup off the table it's so bad the Roz and mocha show podcast do you have any interest in Stephen King's prediction of how Game of Thrones is going to end? Sure. I don't mind so Stephen, Stephen King. King. So Stephen King, like, last week's episode of Game of Thrones was not a great episode. I would say it was one of their, like, one of the weakest episodes that they've ever are done. Are we talking the one on that was Game too dark, or are we talking about uh, Coffee Cup? This is, sorry, Coffee Cup. Okay. Yeah, coffee aside cup from the week. Coffee Cup, I just didn't think it was that great of an episode. Yeah. Um, so, and a lot of that has to do with They've been off the novels now for a couple of seasons, but mm -hmm. they're still consulting with, so I don't know. It's like a hybrid sort of thing, what they're doing. I don't know exactly uh, what they're doing, but last week's episode or this past Sunday's episode was not a great episode. But Stephen King, who, listen, the guy writes for a living. Yeah. He's, he's pretty successful at storytelling. I'd say so. <laughs> um. His prediction of how Game of Thrones is going to end uh -huh. is that he says this, suppose, just suppose now, that both John and Danny die along with Cersei. And then suppose, just suppose, that a certain little man with a big heart ends up sitting on the Iron Throne. So Peter Dinklage? Peter Dinklage. So he's talking about how this whole thing's going to end with the Dwarf King, which... Is one way to end it. Yeah. I think that it would, you're ending it with heart. I don't think you're, I don't know how else you do if that's your goal is to sort of end it with optimism, then I think that that's what you do. But now, I don't know, I don't know, and I don't know how else you end it. After all these years, I don't know how you end it with, on a dark note. I don't know if you do that, but it's, it's, it's again, it's George R.R. R. Martin who, like, slaughters people at will and it's it's about incest and like i don't know it's weird it's weird is stephen king like i guess a massive game of thrones fan i, like, think, I he, think he's a fan as much as anybody else no is but has he read the books oh, I and know. also i don't know because I'm, I'm trying to figure out for his mind i know he's friends with george rr R. martin oh. so you know i know he's friends with him but i don't know so that's stephen king's if you're just joining stephen king's prediction for game of thrones is that cersei danny and john all die and um, Peter Dinklage winds up on the Iron Throne. Ooh. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Part of my Saturday, Star Wars Day, mm -hmm. May the 4th be with you, was uh, watching 
fan theories on Ray and who her parents are and right. what potential um, storylines could appear in the new Star Wars movie. I like the idea that she is a Palpatine. So do I. And it's going to come down to her going to the dark side and yep. then Kylo having to go to the light side. I think that's the logical sort of cool step that they could I think they have to. Yeah. They have to at this yeah. point. They screwed up The Last Jedi Man, so I much. I know. I know. Man. I know. So Saturday was Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. We missed it because it was a weekend. I'm always upset about that. But still, doesn't mean Dan Moore didn't put in that work. Where was the big party? Rec Room? Oh, the Rec Room. I was there on Sunday. Oh, nice. Right across oh. the street from uh, Roger Center. Yeah, man. <clears throat> that place and, is dope. Uh, I had a great time. Will Arnett was there hanging out. Right? So wild. Oh, I thought you were coming in to say something. No, you walk in halfway and then... Uh, yeah, you what? just walked in. You just yeah. bailed. Yes, he said yes. Oh. He was, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Devin Maury, for your contribution. <laughs> Roz, R4 is red, R2 is blue. If I was the force, then I'd be with you. May the fourth be with no. you, celebrating oh. Star Wars Day in Toronto. Look who's in town, Will Arnett. I'm so good. So, so good. Now, it is May 4th, your birthday, but it is also... Oh maybe less important to you Star Wars Day yeah that's kind of a new thing let's be honest I've been doing the May 4th thing for a long time now you and I both um, very successful voice artists <laughs> that's true you know I've heard that you can do uh, great impressions of the characters on Star Wars is that true no I made it up I was hoping you'd go with it <laughs> that's, a, that's I, I was like wait who would have told you that <laughs> you know how to do any of them Master Luke I think that if you go over here Master Luke you'll find that the that the Wookiees are looking for are over here that was good it's not bad it's not bad. I just thought okay. of it in the, in the moment, but it's not really that great. What do you call five Siths piled on top of a lightsaber? I don't know. Um, a Sith kebab. You know what? Sadly, that's pretty good. <laughs> Why does Princess Leia keep her hair tied up in buns? Why? So it doesn't hang so low. That's pretty, that's pretty great, too. <laughs> Who or what can you imitate from Star Wars? Probably Chewbacca's roar. <laughs> All right, apparently I have struck gold in the Star Wars impersonation department. Fear is the path to the dark side. Master Yoda, I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Are these just regular nerds now? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did Obi-Wan say to Luke when he tried to eat Banthe pie with a spoon? I have no clue. Use the fork, Luke. <laughs> Jeremy, may the fourth be with you. <laughs> Why is Yoda such a good gardener? Uh, his green thumb. Because he has a green thumb. <laughs> Ruined it. From the Star Wars world, what can you do? I'll give you the first one. Tell me if you recognize it. Ready? It's a trap. Yes, very good. And who else? Let's see. Here's a good one for you. How about, how about Jabba the Hutt, my favorite? Pew, pew, pew. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Five minutes ago, Roz gave Maury money to go grab coffee downstairs. Okay, we've had this conversation so many times, which is what is in the spirit of going for a coffee run? So I said, hey, Moore, um, how about I give you money, you run down, grab two coffees. Fine, fair enough. Moore, you said? 
No problem. No problem. So I gave Maury $20. Yeah. Right? For two coffees to go yeah. and get he and I a coffee. $20. I get $5 <gasps> back. Five bucks? I get five dollars back. Let me see what size coffee you got. Just like a regular, yeah. like whatever. So that's like what? Three yeah. bucks. Three bucks. And then Maury comes back with what is that? It is a chai latte with almond milk. And what else do you have there? Whoa! But how much was that drink? Probably like four dollars, five dollars. I'd say more than that. Okay. Right. And what else did you buy? Banana bread. Right. <gasps> and the egg and cheese plate. And how much is all that? The egg and cheese plate is. Uh, like this is five something. No, no, no. How much is that, honestly? This five something. Yeah. And this is three something. Oh my right. god! Right. So, I, so more- I handed her the twenty and said, "Just can you only charge the twenty fifteen, and I'll pay the rest on debit." So at least I give him something back. Sorry, you. Tra- how much was all this? Twenty dollars and thirty cents. Okay, so your math doesn't work more <laughs> ever. Okay, your your math your math doesn't work. My coffee's like three dollars. Yeah. Okay. So I give you twenty. Yeah. And I, this whole thing came to twenty dollars and thirty cents. That's right. Okay. So yours was how much? Twenty dollars and thirty cents minus three dollars. So seventeen dollars and thirty cents. Five, ten, fifteen plus tax. Yeah, that works about. Right. Yeah. yeah. When somebody gives you twenty dollars to yeah, go for a coffee right. run, okay, you can't spend seventeen of it on yourself. But you almost got nothing back. I almost had to pay thirty cents out of my no, own pocket. You owe me. Yeah, you owe him ten dollars. <laughs> No, five. No, ten. Because when Roz gave you money to go get coffee, it was legit just for coffee. All that extra nonsense that you bought when you, that you don't need. No, but I was the nice guy here and actually when you, gave him five back. No. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, you are such like, a... If you think I about even, it, I could have spent the whole 20 and had to pay 30 cents out of my own pocket. No, you did spend the whole 20. You did That's spend the, problem. the whole 20. But how'd you get five back then if I spent the whole How 20? did I get five back? I don't know. Because I told her only charge the 20, 15. Like I said, only... And then, so and you then, paid 30 cents? No, no, no. I paid um, the difference. Like I said... You paid $5.30 on your debit? Yes. Just so you could give me back a $5 bill. Yes. So that means your... That bento box of food yeah. still cost more than what you paid. The banana bread plus that fancy yeah. drink that you got still... So you're still under and you owe Roz money because you only paid five bucks... When the most expensive him? thing on the table there doesn't even total to five dollars. Like I maybe owe you five. No, okay. So, oh my okay. god, that's man. So, that's a again, an abuse again, of again. I gave Maury twenty again. I gave Maury twenty dollars to go on a coffee run, and we've had this argument so many times of what is in the spirit of a coworker coffee run. Gave him twenty dollars to go on a coffee run, and he spent twenty dollars and thirty cents, and came back. I have a single coffee. He spent. $17.30 on himself. That's That ain't right, man. Out of the 20 right. I gave him. So like, it's, it's just not right. Yeah. It's not cool. Like, it's just not right. It's disrespectful, really. But the funny yeah. thing is, you're probably giving me money again, and I'll have to go again. There is nothing funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's nothing funny. Okay. In all seriousness, you'll probably send me again with another 20. And you will... Probably do this again. <laughs> You're serious. Wow. Your path. It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's so right, not, It ain't right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, still no baby name yet, huh? No, not yet. 
man. Won't be for a few days, if maybe a week, right? No. Uh, a oh, wait, week? man. Baby name? No. When did the, how long did William and Kate take? Just like a couple of days, but right? This is a I whole different we'll, ball of wax with I these know. two. I think we're going to find out tomorrow. Well, they're doing pictures tomorrow. We know I, that. And I think that's when we'll find out. I don't I'll, think we'll know until they release the photos. Yeah. Also, did you read Thomas Markle's statement? Oh, because happy his grandpa. Name, because his name wasn't on the, uh, hold on, let me get this. On what? The invite list? Or the no. list to be in the in the hospital room? No, they do the birth announcement, yeah. right? And Oh, and they what, and, have the names of like the mother and father yeah, and like the yeah, grandparents yeah, and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but his name, his name wasn't on it. Was her mom's? On the, on the, her mom's was. Oh, Meghan Markle's. Meghan Markle's mom's was. Yeah. But, uh, but Thomas Markle was not. Well, he can't keep his mouth shut, man. No, I know, exactly. I wonder if he knows yet that the kid. Yeah, he knows because he would lose the statement. Hold on here. Let me just see if I can find it. There's a chance that he may never meet his grandchild. Uh, not there's a chance. <laughs> we can definitively say the only time yeah. he will ever see his grandchild is in the newspaper. Yeah. On the internet. Or Instagram. He may only get to click like like all of us. Yeah. If uh, that. I don't know. I have a feeling he's blocked. Gonna, <laughs> I have a feeling they're going to block him. Yeah. I want to find out. Hold on here. Let me just see yeah. if, I can, uh, if I can find this. Yeah, Thomas Markle, man, that guy got like Thanos finger snapped out of that family <laughs> right. so quick, so quick, bro. <laughs> so here, here's, here, okay, so here we go. Uh, he says, I'm delighted to hear that mother and child are doing well. I am proud that my new grandson is born into the British royal family, and I'm sure that he will grow up to serve the crown and the people of Britain with grace, dignity, and honor. Oh, wow. He goes on to say, God bless the child, and I wish him health and happiness, and my congratulations to my lovely daughter, Duchess Meghan, and Prince Harry, and God save the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> like now he's just full on pandering. You are really sucking up right? today. Like, come on, Thomas. Yeah. So what his name. Yeah, his name Yo, wasn't. Didn't he a, like diss Prince Harry like bad? No, yeah. I mean, that was the sister too, right, Samantha? Yeah. That's Meghan Markle's half sister or her. I don't even know. Oh, what she the must be such a proud aunt. Um, but yeah, no, she was the one that uh, told Harry to man up. <laughs> <laughs> that family that side of the family is just oh, so no. so brutal. What is it, Maury? No, I'm just printing the actual announcement when they did that, and they actually put like the mom's full name. Like, yes, her like, the that's mom's, a diss. The mom, yes, yeah, the mom's full name is in the full birth announcement, but there's no mention of Thomas Markle. You gotta stop folding paper for me more. You're terrible at folding paper. Like it's so I'm so That's OCD. I don't I keep telling you, don't fold my paper for me because you don't get the corners right. Oh my god. Oh, right? Oh my god. Now you can't read this. It's garbage. I can't read it now. It's garbage. Damn. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. How is everybody? Good, man. Yeah. I'm good. still thinking about uh baby Archie. <laughs> you know? I ain't mad. Yeah, I know. You don't, I ain't mad. It's interesting. <sighs> you don't hear a lot of Archies anymore, right? No. It's sort of the name that you give a cat. Sure. My grandfather's name is Archibald. Right. My dad's dad. So maybe that's why I don't, I don't mind the name at all. I mean, I don't care so, that much to have it ruin my day. So... I will say the other- River, Riverdale fans were very happy. Oh, yes, I know. There was a lot of that yesterday. Netflix jumping on this. Oh, yeah. Riverdale fans jumping all over this. So, Prince George, right? Which one's he again? He, William and Kate's kid. Oh, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
the story goes that the other day he was like walking in through a park with his grandmother, uh-huh. Kate's mom. Okay. And a woman who was walking her dogs. In public? Yeah. Like with the commoners? Yeah. They're allowed to leave? So a woman who was walking her dog saw them and then Prince George, I guess, walked up to them. And this woman knew exactly who they were. Yeah. And even still, she looked down at Prince George and said, what's your name? And he looked at her and said, I'm called Archie. Okay. And then she was just like, oh, maybe that's just like a nickname or maybe that is kids just playing around with their name or whatever. So this story came out, right? Like that was in the world, that story. Okay. And then it turns out that Meghan and Harry named their kid Archie. So one of two things happened. One, leading up to them having the kid, George was like in the room while they were throwing around names and when they decided on Archie and then he just blew it to a complete stranger. Yeah. Or Archie is actually George's nickname and Harry and Meghan (laughs) took the nickname for their own kid. Oh, they snatched it. Right? So it's either one of those two. I can't see it being anything else. I think it's the one where he overheard it. Really? That's what I'm thinking. Because they don't even live in the same house. Yeah, but you assume that they get together for games night. They don't. They don't. Because you know when they get together. People, you take pictures of them when they get together. Wait, so he says, so Prince George said to the lady, I'm Archie. Yes. So here, let me me read you this. Mm. Let me let me read you this. I'll read you the exact story here, okay? Because it's really, it's really crazy. Okay, so. Uh, is Prince George the one to thank for coming up with the name Archie? Just two days. Oh, okay. So just two days after welcoming their first child together, Meghan and Prince Harry revealed that their baby's name was Archie. Okay, so back in January, sorry, this is back in January, the Sun reported that George was walking with his maternal grandmother, Carol Middleton, near her home in Berkshire. A woman who allegedly met the two claims that she had a small talk with them and that she told the outlet that she asked George what his name was, even though she obviously knew it. Quote, to my astonishment, he said, I'm called Archie with a big smile on his face. And the woman tells the son that Prince George actually approached her because he wanted to pet her dog, saying, "Um, I don't know why he calls himself Archie, but kids often play with their own names. I think it's kind of lovely. And that was the story from January. Mm. It's not like it just came out now. They reported it Yes, this was from January. mm, I think that, or it could just be that George... He liked that name. He uses it when he plays, like with his toys but or whatever. Wait, he just did that him on his own. No, Maybe no. And then you know, Harry and Megan heard that story and was like, you know what, Archie's a really nice name. If we have a boy, we'll name him Archie. Yeah, but still, you don't take you don't take your nephew's nickname and use it for your own kid. Because then Arch George not slash cool. Archie's going to be upset it's because the cool. new baby stole the name. That's not cool at all. That's like Costanza not cool. Wow. Right? Damn. Yeah. You're making Seinfeld references. <laughs> right? now. Are you serious? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So we found out the name yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's not Thanos. No. <laughs> I thought that would have been like super unconventional to go that 
that way. Master Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor is the baby's name. Should have been Prince Thanos, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you can't name the kid Thanos. Uh, and it was funny because the queen was one of the, I guess, the last people to meet the baby. Yeah. Uh, it was yesterday when Harry and Meghan released that picture when they met with the press. And then uh, the, the queen got to meet her eighth grandchild in the baby Archie. Great grandchild, right? Meet great. her great grandchild. Yeah. Uh, in baby Archie. So on the phone with us right now to talk about this monumental meeting is uh, is the queen herself. Hello, queen mom. It's oh, Roz and Mocha. Philip, next time we need to see the baby early. We had to sit in the C-section. <laughs> oh, wow. to belabor the point. Wow. Uh, good morning, your majesty. <laughs> Hello from the nursery. Okay, how is everything? How is baby Archie doing? We're so happy that... She had a baby just for <laughs> and giggles. <laughs> Queen mom. We got to bleep you. Is this not the first time we've had to bleep you, <laughs> your majesty, either? Uh, what was your first impression when you, you laid eyes on, on cute little Archie? How did the baby know she was ready to be born? Oh, how? She was running out of womb. <laughs> All right. You okay. know the baby's a boy, right? Did you hear about the lady who traveled to the ocean to have her baby? No. She needed to have a C-section. Oh, that's a sec. You're doing a lot of C-section jokes yeah. this morning. What's up with that, Queen? Jeez. <laughs> uh, what were the conversations like yeah, between exactly. you and, and Megan, especially uh, you, you having experience with babies, and Megan, this is her first time going through all of this. What do you call uh, a group of baby soldiers? What? Oh. An infantry. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> there's been there's been so much talk, um, Queen, uh, just about the strained relationships and how that Megan is driving a spike through the family. Oftentimes in a situation like this, a new baby can sort of build bridges and, and mend those, you know, more petty wounds. Do you feel like you guys are now a closer family after, uh, after Archie was born? Yes, she said to me, why is there a strange baby in the crib? Oh. And I said, you told me to change the baby. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and uh, and Harry, this is a first time dad. We all watched him go out in front of the press. He was giddy. He had that, you know, that new dad shake, shakiness going on. Yeah, and smell, yeah. Yeah. So, how's Harry doing? Do you know what a baby computer is called? No, what? Data. <laughs> All right. I, I almost prefer the C-section jokes at this point. <laughs> yeah, do you have any more C-section material, Your Majesty? How do you get an astronaut's baby to sleep? I don't know how. You rock it! <laughs> okay. Uh, Queen Mom, always a pleasure having you join us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to, to say about baby Archie? Nope. Okay. <laughs> the Queen, everybody. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Christine, you texted I'm us so this morning. <laughs> okay, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Christine said, last week I had my favorite between you two. And then it changed in a second oh. because of something that yeah. happened. Oh, wow. It did. So, as you know, Christine, listening to the Razamoga show for as long as you have, how long is that now that you've been listening? Um, since you guys started. Okay, so almost 10 years now. And a uh, majority of the time, whenever we end a phone call, we always ask the person that we're talking to, mm-hmm. who's your favorite between Razamoga? They'll say Raz or Mocha. Yeah. Most times they say Mocha. Um, All right, what did I do? 
tricky. Oh, okay. So, it used to be mocha. So sorry, it's not anymore. Now it's Vaz. <gasps> Why? Why? What happened? Because you responded to me on Instagram. Who did? I and did? I told you that my friend was on the show and I wanted to be on the show. Oh, yeah. And then I also DM'd Maury and Mocha like months ago and they never responded. So you're oh. now my favorite because you oh. responded so quickly. Look at that. Who's uh, who's uh, yeah. one, who's one with the people now, boys? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. We get a lot of DMs, all right? So, and I try my best to uh, reply to everybody. Well, not hard enough, apparently. Oh, yeah, wow, not okay. good enough. Not good I enough. I was just so impressed, and it was so fast. Yep. It was great. What's your name? Made my name. Christine. I gotta find you. Christine oh, so many DMs. No, I just don't know, because, like, I don't, I don't know where they go. You're lucky. You don't know where your DMs no, go? You're lucky I found the DM, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> all because he, by fluke, found a DM that you had sent and replied to you at the moment that you sent him that DM. That's why you switched? Yeah. Oh, now, okay, yeah. I found you. I found you. You sent me a screen grab of a conversation that you and your friend were having where your friend yeah. was on the show and got to ask a question. And then you were like, oh, yeah. my God, I'm so jealous. And then so you sent yeah. that to me, and I wrote you, you need to try harder. Yeah. And I go, uh, we'd love to have you on. What do you want to ask? And then you wrote, oh, my God, so much pressure. I don't know. I have to think of something yeah. good. Well, did you think of something good? No. Oh. I still don't know. That's oh. why I never got back to you. Hey, Christine, thank you for calling. No problem. It was really great to finally talk to you after all the messaging yeah. and so oh, on. Oh, God. Okay, It's here we really go. great to, to <laughs> just make like a human connection. Social media, it's just so Sorry, impersonal. I'm, I'm glad that after the, the DMs that we shared that we're now able to connect as people. Oh, God. It doesn't even matter that you're mean. You're still my favorite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Christine. We love you. Thank you. Love you, too. Bye. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Ross and Mocha got you. Hey, Reem, what's going on? It's Ross and Mocha. Hey, how are you guys? Good. How are you today? Good, good, thanks. Ah, so problems at work, huh? Long-distance yeah. relationship, huh? <laughs> <laughs> a very unique long-distance relationship, okay. yeah. <laughs> so you wrote this, uh... Raz Mocha, FML, Fix My Life. I have a co-worker who I've never actually met who is driving me insane. We've all yeah. had co-workers we might not get along with, but they tend to usually be someone we work with in the same building. My co-worker is in England, and she manages to boil my blood on the daily. On a serious note, I've gone to as many people as I can for advice on how to deal with her, but am finding that they best person to ask is someone who holds no relationship to me. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so I mean, it's fair to say that everyone's got a bias toward anything I'm dealing with, and so it's always great to kind of get an outsider's perspective with a unique situation like this. Like you said, um, you know, I haven't met her. She lives in a different country. We have a five-hour time difference in between us, and it's just really funny that I've never dealt with a coworker to this level of, you know, extreme behavior. How's she driving you insane? What's she doing? So a few things. And it's um, it's just one of those funny situations where even though we're at the same level, so something I'm very mindful of is that we're at the same level. We have the same job title. But she did start the job about five months after, then me, after me. So mm-hmm. I was responsible for training her up to my level. And just over time, she's become less receptive to any feedback or, you know, constructive criticism in terms of what she's doing in her job, although that's my responsibility. 
And so, like, for example, recently I'd sent her an email based on just the facts of the job and something that kind of was an error on her end that she'd made. And she'd replied back in a very aggressive way saying, um, you know, stuff about how I don't understand the job and how she's got too much on her plate to to understand why I'm wasting my time doing things that I'm doing. Um, which I think is really funny because we have the same jobs, so that's that's fine. But, um, you know, just stuff like that. And then once she'd also chalked it off to um, mental health illnesses, quote unquote. And so, <laughs> oh you know. And that's a slippery slope. You can't accuse someone was, of, of using mental health as an excuse for right. not doing a job effectively or efficiently. Right, exactly. And I guess the biggest problem that I'm kind of needing advice on is, um, you know, with something like that where I can't, uh, disclose that to my to my direct superior, to my manager, and essentially try to find a way to rectify the situation, but also recognize that I am at the same level as her, and I can't be talking down to her. I'm very aware of that. Okay, so Wait, Reem, have you ever tried to like get on a phone call with her, or even like like Skype or FaceTime or anything? Yeah, absolutely. So we do talk on the phone every, almost every day, um, and then it's funny because emails tend to be the best way that we communicate, simply so we have everything in writing. Yeah, but you know, you can't tell of- tone in email right yeah you can't and so we do have our phone calls but it tends to be the emails where you're getting that um you know passive aggressive response or the or the very directly aggressive response from her where it kind of if anything works in my favor because i have it in writing if you if you know what i mean i guess the biggest problem is that she's taking it to my boss to essentially get ahead of herself when she does kind of go down that slippery slope where she'll send me an aggressive email, try to backtrack, but doesn't know how. So she goes to my boss to talk to him. So your boss is in the UK. Yeah, that's okay. right. I'm the only one here in our Canadian branch. Okay, so nothing is there's no nothing is harassing, uh-huh. right? There's no sort of sexual harassment, verbal, uh, you know, hardcore verbal abuse. There's no, it's just somebody, you work with a jerk. Yeah, fair. Okay, yeah, fair. so okay, so you work with a jerk. That's one part of life. You're going to yeah. work with, you're going to work with jerks, okay? Right. Um, you're going to work with people who think they're better than you. You don't, you're not going to get along with everybody you work with. Like, yeah. that's just right. that. Now, you can go to their boss and you can just simply state, you don't, may not be able to fix anything, but you may be able to state, hey, listen, just so you know we don't get along we do our best we do our best to sort of be cordial to each other but there is tension professional tension and you just want to let your boss know that it is in no way going to affect your work but you want to make him aware of what's happening and that you do feel at times that you are being personally attacked again you're not going to quit. You're not going to launch some sort of lawsuit or complaint or whatever it is. You work with a jerk, but you can make your boss aware of your side without making a federal case out of the whole thing. Right, right, for sure. And so we do share the same boss, and it is something that I have presented to him before. Um, and I really try to make it more about the facts and how it does affect my job. So like you said, sometimes it's just a matter of you don't get along with your coworker. It's no problem. It doesn't have to be a big deal. But when it does affect my job and my performance, it is an issue because a lot of the errors she'll make that she's very quick to defend mm-hmm. tend to affect my numbers just as much as hers. So, what, so tell your boss that. And I have. And I guess my biggest issue is um, he's someone who really kind of wants to be everyone's friend. And so he's very difficult when it comes to taking action on anything that needs to be taken action okay, on. Okay, well then so, who's, who's his boss then? Yeah, his boss I've never been in contact with. Is the job getting done? And is it getting done correctly? And is the company happy with what it is that you and your counterpart in England are collaborating on? Simply put, no. 
No. Uh, all right. Well, then yeah. that's a problem, and you definitely have to talk to somebody about it. And if your boss isn't doing anything about that, it reflects poorly on him as well. Right, right. Yeah, like if, if it's if it's screwing things up, and like, you're going to work with jerks, okay? But yeah. when, when it becomes to the detriment of your own job or your own career, you have to try and put an end to it. Yeah. yeah. And, and if your boss isn't receptive to it, then you got to talk to somebody who would be. Right, but it, But right. again, you have to, we have to weigh this. Like, you have to understand, like, if you bring this up the chain to somebody who's, like, super high up in that company, right? Mm -hmm. Are they going to look at you like, why are you telling me this? Right, right. Like, be adults. Figure this out. Yeah. You you guys are grownups. Figure this out. Right. Why not schedule a conference call with the two of them and you? Yeah, so we've done that. We just had one last Friday, and yeah. it was two and a half hours of unproductivity. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. You're working on, you know, listen, you got a lousy coworker, and things are getting screwed up. You got a lousy boss, and if you fire this up the chain, it's going to sound incredibly petty. Hmm, yeah. Maybe you should look for another job. I know. I'm thinking that, too. <laughs> yeah. You want my advice? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Look for another job. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And I don't. I'm, I'm, I would never tell anybody to quit because I think it's a fool's game to quit one job without having another one to go to. But I think that you should at least look. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no worries. Thanks what, for talking to me. Terrible guys. situation. <laughs> Thanks, Jeez. Reem. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, you too, guys. Right, love you lots. Bye bye. Ross and Mocha's fix my life only on Kiss. There's a. Um, I'm reading this story. The world's most expensive resort. Ooh, okay. Real quick, let me just run this through. So it's $100,000 a night. What? <laughs> Where? It's $100,000 a night. So a couple of really expensive resorts. So um, Richard Branson's Necker Island, you can rent that for $77,000 a night. David Copperfield, the magician, owns one in the Bahamas that you can rent for $42,000 a night. What? This one... It's called the Banwa Private Island. It's a resort in the Philippines. It costs $100,000 a night. It's the most expensive island resort in the world. It's 15 acres. You have to take a helicopter to get there from Manila. There's six Damn. beachfront villas, uh, 12 garden rooms, and a big sort of residential suite. It can, it can house 48 people. So you and all your friends, yeah. or you can go and do a wedding or whatever it is. Uh, Wait, how much? How many people? Okay, 48 people. Yo, no lie. Yeah. Some Filipino families in Scarborough, yeah. they got 40 pe- 48 people living in, <laughs> under one roof anyway. Uh, there's a wine list with bottles costing as much as $36,000. Oh you God. do get unlimited spa treatments, though, however. Yeah. Transfers to and from the airport are not included. And a nine-passenger seaplane alone costs $11,000 to get you there. Oh, my God. It's $100,000 a night with a minimum five-night booking. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. goodness. Again, that's in the Philippines. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. You finally saw Endgame. Oh, finally. Okay, How, how was it? Listen, man, I loved it. Okay. I know people who still haven't seen it. I'm like, what's wrong with you losers? Yeah. Yeah, it cleared two bill over the weekend. Crazy. Yeah. I knew it. They're I saying knew. they're saying that this will beat Avatar. For sure. For, well, no, not for sure. Nothing has even come nothing's come close before this. What's Avatar again? Jeez, oh, what's the Avatar? It's um, like four bill, right? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's I think, crazy. Listen, man, I think uh endgame. Is going to break Avatar's record. Oh, I have it here. I think so. For sure. 
Opening weekend, it made a billion, and then in the past seven days, another billion plus? Yeah. For sure. It has to. Has to, has to, has to. I want to see it again. Now, I saw it in... Um, really? Yeah. I saw it in like VIP. I went to the theater yeah. at Young and Egg that has the VIP seats, the leather mm. recliners. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh. And how was it? What was that experience like? Did you have to go pee? Did you manage your pees? Here's the thing. Yeah. So right before... you want to drink, right? Like you want to party. Which, which I did. So right before the movie, I ran to the washroom. Yeah. And then I did a nice long pee. Okay, good for you. So the bladder was completely empty. And then you filled it up with what, beer? And then, no, <laughs> no. the people beside us got two pitches of beer. And I was like, how are you... <laughs> That's too much beer. Yeah, the end game for your bladder. <laughs> And I ordered a uh, an old fashioned, so yeah. I was sipping on that. Oh, you went with liquor. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. And I bought a bottle of water. Yeah. And we had like snacks and everything. Did you buy food. the water to pee in it? The bottle? No. no. So you okay. know what? You're not the first person to ask me that. Oh, that's <laughs> somebody else yesterday. Do you asked know why? Me that. Do you know who asked you that? <laughs> People who pee in bottles. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, how much did Avatar make more? Avatar, uh, oh my god. Oh, I thought this was you coming in to tell me. No, I was going to tell you that people are debating whether or not movies as long as uh, Endgame should have an intermission. Oh, no. I don't think so. But Uh, I bought the bottle of water, and (laughs) I didn't even drink it, because I was so far, we were so far into the movie, Yeah. I was like, if I start drinking this water, I may have to pee, because I already broke the seal at the beginning of the movie. So... After I finished like dusting off the bag of uh, sour kids that I ate, <laughs> I was like so thirsty, dude. Yeah, yeah. And what did looked, Avatar make more? Two point eight billion. Two point eight. That's it. Yeah. Worldwide. Two point eight billion. No. 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 I think it's closer to four. Yeah. Anyway, so the last like. I don't know, 45, 50 minutes of the movie, yeah. I was sitting there thirsty as hell. Uh, <laughs> just all dry mouth. <laughs> yeah. And then you start crying. And I'm like looking at the bottle of water and I'm like, oh my God, even just one sip, maybe. No, you're going to put you over the edge. You yeah. can't do it. No, I you can't do it. So as soon as the movie was done, I chugged out water. Yeah, no, good for you. It was good, good though. I loved yeah, it, no, man. Dude, Are you kidding me? Yeah. It was like, it's so incredible. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. so satisfying. Huh? We can have the, the conversation like at some point yeah. down the road when we know the world has watched it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm so happy I finally got Just, to see okay, it. Okay, so thumb up or thumb down on Thor? Thumb up or thumb down? Oh, two thumbs <laughs> okay, up. Okay, good. Okay, uh, Maury. Yeah, 2.8 billion. 2.8 billion? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so huh. there you go. Yeah, it'll break that. Yeah. I think I think Endgame's going to break that. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. How are you? I'm good. I was uh, going through so many of the pictures from the Met Gala last night. AKA just a fashion show. Oh, it's so great. It's so, and, and normally it's not really like my thing. Red carpets aren't really my thing, which is weird because I've been covering them for 20 years. Yeah, but you just um, become immune to them, I guess. But the minutia of fashion is, 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 not my, is not my thing on a red carpet. But what I love about the Met Gala is that it is so over the top. Yeah. And it's incredible what these people managed to put together. Jared Leto showed up with a head of himself that he's carrying. Yeah, weird. Oh, was he wearing a dress? Yeah, he always does. Oh. A lot of guys wear dresses to the Met Gala. Somebody else, who was it that wore 
I think it was a dress, but then when he spread his arms out, he looked like a falcon. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember who's what that? that guy's name is. Who's that? I, know, I, gotta f- I have my list here of like who I thought were, were the best dressed. feet. Uh, and then uh, Frank Ocean and Kanye showed up looking like security guards, which they just got so roasted on, yeah. like completely roasted. Yeah. On, they, uh, man, on social. You know, it was so great. Do it on purpose. You know that. It was, they look like valets, right? Yeah. Like, Big time. It was awesome. Yeah. And... Gaga showed up in this, I don't even know, it was like this massive train on her dress. It was like 20 feet. It was incredible. Katy Perry looked like a chandelier. Did you see Katy Perry? No. She's the woman literally, she looked like um, Le Fume from, um, from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> like she was a chandelier. Oh, really? Like, I'm not lying. Like the woman was... The woman wait, was a chandelier. Wait, Gaga like a was full, wearing a big pink, but didn't. So did she take that off? Yeah, Gaga had and to change and yes. run back outside. Yes, and do the carpet again. I, I believe she did. Yeah, <laughs> she like, but she like stripped down, right? Yeah, she's wearing like sexy lingerie. Yeah, yeah, and then, but like before that, she had on this incredibly like elaborate, long, massive dress. Like so, was, when she goes into the gala, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Back in the dress, she's still in her lingerie. I have no, I have no idea what goes on inside the. What is the Met Gala anyway? Uh, I just know it is the celebs show up and they're all dressed fancy and then they go inside. I don't know what happens inside. The The, other thing that I know about the Met Gala is that's where Jay-Z got beat up by his sister-in-law in in the elevator a couple years ago. The Met Gala, the the, the easiest way to describe the Met Gala is it's celebrity prom. Oh. Okay. So there's like no charity attached to it. It's not like... Yeah, they do stuff. Oh, okay. But like every prom does a fundraiser and a raffle, right? But no, it's celebrity prom. Oh, is, is what it this is. This is a big party for them? <laughs> yeah, it's celebrity prom, yeah. They basically party every weekend already. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not like this, though. Not like the Met Gala. The Met Gala is an elaborate thing that these people's teams spend a year working towards. And there's always Jeez. a theme, Yeah, right? Like last night's theme was, I believe, camp. So you take that for however you, yeah, take that for however you want. Tell Jared Leto to show up in a dress and a statue of his own head. Well, I don't know, but I could look into that and say, well, depending on what version of camp you choose to abide by, it could be a decapitated head because Friday you 13. were murdered at summer camp, right? right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How they interpret the theme is always such a wonderful thing to see at uh, at the Met Gala, but um, but no, it was. Uh, the, everything that went on there last night was just so over the top and wonderful that it's one of my favorite things to just look at. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Ross and Mocha got you. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to the Ross and Mocha Show. Hi, how are you? Doing great. How are you today? Great. Okay, so Jessica, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka FML. I'm a young high school teacher in Ontario, and I'm writing because in light of the recent changes at the provincial level, I'm being forced to consider another career choice, and it's breaking my heart. I was declared surplus to the Peel District School Board on April 16th. I love, love, love my job. I love my school, and I love my students, and I love my subject. I truly don't want to do anything else with my life as I find working in education and supporting kids to be incredibly fulfilling. I don't know what to do because I want to keep teaching and there's a chance we will be called back to the boards, but I also am not sure I will be able to manage what my classrooms will look like and if I do return to work in September. My question is, is it worth my time and stress or should I be looking for something else? Holy yeah. Jessica, is this your um, your first 
job in teaching? No. So I've been teaching for five years, but the way it works is like you start as a supply teacher. So I did that for a year and Mm -hmm. then you go to long-term occasional. So you fill in for like mat leaves or, you know, whatever it is, a a teacher needs some time off. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I did that for another four years and then I got permanent this year, which is a big deal, right? Because it's like you made it. So, uh, So I got permanent this year and then I was surplus after having been permanent for less than a year, mm-hmm. which sucks. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 28. Yeah, I don't know a lot of the details, but I do know just from reading and, and, and talking to people who work in education that years ago, it was very, very difficult. There were so many teachers out of work. It was incredibly yeah. difficult. And then there was this, like the last like five or so years, it was easier for teachers to get work, to get to get jobs. Yeah, and now, easier, but still easy. not easy. No, no, no. Still not easy. Still yeah. not easy, but it was yeah. easier than what it was. And now it's sort yeah. of going back to the to the old way. The one thing that I do know about teachers and the people who, in my life, who have chosen to teach, and that is that it's not so much a job as it is a calling for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. And it has to be or else it's unmanageable. Yeah. And like you have to have that commitment there. Yeah. And you can't imagine yourself doing, you know, anything else. Now, that said, if you are in an industry that you see is changing in a way where you because it is so important to you and it is so personal and you are so passionate about it, will you stick around longer than you should? It's that happens with teachers and it happens. It's happening with everybody who is in any sort of other automated industry as well. Okay. Like, can mm-hmm. you, when are you too in love with this line of work to see the writing on the wall that maybe you should jump and make a change? Right. So that, that's the sort of questions that you have to ask yourself. And then it's what else would you do? Well, and that's the other question. And I have no idea because this has been my whole life. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this is all my volunteer experience. You know what I was like? Growing up, my entire resume is like either teaching or volunteering or working with kids. Jessica, is there, I mean, you'd probably know better than I would, but um, is there an opportunity for you to move uh, school boards or districts? Is it, would it be no, easier? Is it more all, difficult? They're all laying people off. They're all laying people off. Mm. It's crazy what's going on. There's, And then people will, some people will tell me, oh, you're going to get called back. And then others are treating me like I have a, a more of a reason to be worried. And it's, yeah. oh, my God. And on top of all of this, you still got to keep going. How and mu- yeah. How much time do you have on your hands? So we should, if we're going to get called back to the boards, which some people say we are, some people we aren't, we have until September. But oh, wow. even if I was to be called back, like... They're making they're making so many changes that it's going to be if I can't do my job properly and I can't actually make an impact on these kids lives. Yeah. If you put 40 kids in my class, I'm just going to feel like I'm failing. Of course. You know what I mean? Of course. Gonna, of course. Uh, and, and you won't and you won't be alone. I, I will say this. I, Mocha and I can't tell you to not teach like that's yeah. just like it's 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 a gamble every single person who goes into teaching you you understand these sort of risks and rewards okay the one thing right. the one piece of advice that i will tell you and this goes for you and anybody else if you are at a point in your life where you find that you have time on your hands, whether it's because you got laid off or whether it's because you're in the middle of, of uh, two different companies or you're leaving one and going to if you have time on your hands you owe it to yourself to be productive with that time. And that is what I would do if I were you is I would figure out what skills you have because teachers have incredible skills. Teaching is like a skill that very few people actually have to be able to communicate something in a way that you can educate others. So mm-hmm. figure out what else you can teach. If you have time on your hands, educate yourself. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So if it does come down to something of where you have to find a line of work, you can still teach, but maybe it's in a company in some department within some company. You know, like maybe you're working yeah. in maybe you're working yeah, in, sure. in, in HR, maybe you're working for a financial company, maybe you're working mm -hmm. in whatever. You have the skills to teach, learn something else to teach. Educate yourself if you have time on your hands. And that is for you and everybody else. Use that time. Yeah. I don't know about looking into teaching other people because for me it's like it's kids, you know what I mean? That's yes. where I want to be. But, but do you want to move to do you want to move sure. to northern Ontario? I know. You right? want to move to north you want to move to northern Winnipeg? Well that was gonna be the <laughs> other thing that I was gonna say, Jessica. Is it an option for you to, to move to a different province to see what teaching jobs are available there? I haven't even looked in other provinces. I've been more looking up like down south or something like that for a little bit but i, have I guarantee you, i guarantee school. i guarantee there's a teach teaching job available to you in winnipeg right now or or in in yellow knife oof i don't know about that well there you go so how bad do you want to teach <laughs> right, yeah. right so Maybe learn learn, learn a options. new skill learn a new skill yeah yeah that's like that's great advice actually thank okay. you all, all right. right thank yeah. you jessica thanks have a good one okay. bye bye, bye. And mochas fix my life only on kiss hi there it's Mocha. how are you i'm very good thank you i i, I actually uh, it's been a while i haven't called and i just wanted to call you guys and thank you guys for the podcast uh i i would say it saved my vacation <laughs> oh okay <laughs> uh I, I was away for about three and a half weeks and uh my sister who i was traveling with ended up being uh getting sick while we were there and uh, it, it definitely saved me a lot of... Uh, it saved my vacation, dude. That's so, great. What yeah. happened? You were traveling where? Uh, so me and my sister, we went to Morocco for three and a half weeks. Oh, damn. And then she got sick how long into the trip? She got sick about five days in. She ended up with vertigo. Oh, jeez. Um, so, yeah, anywhere we went, you know, we listened to you guys. Obviously, seeing her laugh made me feel better as well. Oh, that's good. Uh, because... Yeah, so you guys, honestly, you're, you guys are the absolute best. Oh, thank oh, you so much, Thank dude. you, man. That's that means a lot. Like, wow. Having said that, Roz, you're my favorite, dude. Oh, see? Now I'm all perked up. <laughs> What's your name on the phone? Adil. Adil. You know, like this entire conversation, Roz is like bouncing back between his phone and, <laughs> no! and his laptop. No. Of course. Like, That's no. Roz. Dude, I saw you on the... On the on the secret uh, live stream, you were like all distracted. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know, unfortunately, Adil, this does not count because I didn't ask. Oh, come on! We have to, we have to strike it from the record. Oh. <laughs> Thank right. you so much, well, guys. Thank you, Adele. I really appreciate it, man. <laughs> Have a great day, and I uh, hope your sister's feeling better. Thank you. What, what happened to his sister? Dude! Oh, what? my God. <laughs> Did you hear that, Adele? I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I didn't get that. What he, said, he said, what happened to your sister? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, distracted <I'm> Roz. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So I travel a ton for work, right? You do? Yeah. And when I go, I go and I come back and then life just sort of carries on. Sure. Um, damn it, Maury's been a bachelor for how many days now was Matthew gone? Five whole days. Come in here, Maury. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so you use a regular computer browser, not private. <laughs> <laughs> like, and Maury is nah, such... No, fam. There's still history, fam. So Maury's like has just such a guilty disposition, right? That... 
when Matthew goes away and comes back, what did the house look like when Matthew got back last night? Oh, I went shopping. I got him all the garlic he needs, bananas, uh, chicken, everything he needs. Laid out flowers for him with a homemade sign that said, welcome home. Right. Maury got a haircut? I got a haircut, so I look presentable. Uh, and then what did Matthew say when he walked in? Well, what are you what are you covering? Why are you looking so good? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not even married to you and I'm suspect right, right? now. Hey, thank you. <laughs> I feel yeah. What did you do? Yeah. For those five days that your yeah, husband was out. I know. I just wanted to make sure there was nothing to complain about. Well, geez. And and so the other the other thing that we know about that household that Maury lives in with uh with his husband Matthew is that there's a lot of rules. Maury can't use Matthew's bathroom, no bare feet in the bed, like just all sorts of Don't rules. Do, you're not allowed to touch the thermostat. <laughs> right. Can't do laundry. <gasps> what? I just realized when Mocha said that I didn't lower the thermostat. Oh. So <laughs> the rules when Matthew's going away are just as strict. And one of the rules was that Matthew was going to be gone and Maury had a birthday party to go to on Saturday night. Uh. And the rule was you can go, but if you can have one drink. Oh, God. Right? One drink? Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was the rule. Maury, you can go to the birthday party with your friends, but one drink. Is and it your husband or your father? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so this is Damn It, Maury, what you're going to hear right now, which is recorded at that birthday party while Matthew was away, and you judge as to whether Maury followed the rules or not. Wait. He's talking to Shem in this, uh, in this by the way. Gotcha. You know, it's May the 4th be with you. What are you doing? Who is this? May the... Hello. 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 May Hello. the 4th be with you. Yeah, may the 4th be with you, because too. Because it's May the 4th. That's correct, yes. Woo! What are you, you know doing? You know how many drinks I had? Six. Oh, oh God. Six drinks. All right. It's time for you to go home. <laughs> no, fam. I think you're drunk, bro. Fam. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're drunk, bro. No, bro. No, I think you're drunk. <laughs> I think you're drunk, fam. Okay, are we bowling or what? Yeah, we about to bowl. I'm about to go get a strike. Uh, you're going to bowl for Nav. You're not bowling for me. How do you know that you're a union member on uh, who bowls? How do I what? How do you know you're a union member that bowls? How do you know? You got a strike. Oh, wow. Oh my God. And Maury, how many drinks did you tell Matthew you had One. that night? One, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, how are you? Doing great. How are you today? I'm good. I'm driving through Acton and I was thinking of Roz. Whoa! Roz's hometown of Acton. Wait. You're driving past Acton or through Acton? I am driving through Acton on my way to Walkerton. Oh. Wow. Did you drive by the uh, Raza Street sign? I did. Oh, okay. It was a highlight of it, my drive. Isn't it beautiful? You. It's so it's beautiful. It's a beautiful sign. Thank Ron. you. Nobody Thank knocked you. it over? Somebody hit it with a truck, I think, once. <laughs> It was there, I thought. Ah, okay. uh, it's the best. And then somebody steal it once, too? I don't know. I think somebody stole something, or oh. it went missing, but I don't know what happened. It went missing, and I went to Acton and did a whole news report. Right, but I don't remember why it went missing. Some kid, they, The cops blamed it on the kids in the area. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Troublemaking kids yeah, in Acton. Believe me, those cops blame me for a lot of stuff that went on in that town that I had no part in as well, by the way, when I was a kid living there. Uh, that's great. So how's acting? How's it doing? How's it smell? Um, lovely. Lovely. Yeah, see? It's beautiful. <laughs> Jen's lovely. lying. 
It's a great. It used because there used to be a, a real distinct smell in Acton because there used to be a glove factory, like a tannery. Okay. And so it would you would always smell like a like burning hide. Right? Yeah, like it was it was it was really wild, but the town really had a smell. Like when we moved there when I was a little kid, like you knew you were home because of the smell of acting. Like it had yeah. this really distinct oh, gross. Uh, this really distinct smell to it. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side of things, when I used to w- live and work in uh, in Kitchener Waterloo, yeah, where my apartment building was and actually, the, the radio station, because I didn't live that far away from the radio station, it was close to a cookie factory. Oh, so every couple of best. days, the entire area would just smell yeah. like fresh cookies. It's the best. We have that up at... So you had cookies in yeah. Kitchener. Uh, when I go up to ET Canada, and I don't know if it's there anymore, but there used to be a gum factory no. <laughs> right around the corner. So sometimes in the summer, when the wind was blowing just right and it was really humid, it just smelled like gum. Really? Yeah, like bubble gum. Don't forget downtown... Toronto, there's the sugar factory. So when you are uh, driving down by the lake, you can smell sugar. Years ago, I lived at King and Bathurst, which is right around the corner from the Hog House. That didn't smell good. Ah, <laughs> gross! <laughs> no description of that place necessary. Hey, Jen, thanks so much for calling in. Uh, safe travels today. Thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me. Uh, you know what? Mocha, I love your laugh. You make me laugh. So I say I love mocha. Oh, I thought that was a butt. Because normally when somebody nope. says that, there's a butt at the end of it. No, I love mocha. Sorry, oh. Ross. Wow, that's great. Thanks. Yeah, but sorry, Ross. Yeah, yeah but sorry, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Have a good day. Okay, bye. The Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. So what did Aisha Curry do yesterday? What happened? Uh, Aisha I- Curry was on um, Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk. Red Table Talk, which streams uh, on Facebook. Yeah. And Aisha Curry, husband to uh, Steph Curry. Wife to Steph Curry. Sorry, wife to Steph Curry, yeah. One of the greatest basketball players in the entire world. Plays for Golden State Warriors. Why were people going in on her? What'd she say? Um, So let me play this for you. Because here's the question that Jada asked and uh, what Aisha Curry had to say back. How do y'all deal with all the ladies around y'all men? Um. (laughs) How do you deal with Stefan is like very nice by nature and he's very talkative. He's just like you. He gets it from his mama. And so like everything's always like very, very friendly. And sometimes to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm a grown woman. So I'll just insert myself and be like, hello, how are you doing? Right. Like I'm, I'm okay with it now. And I've, I've, obviously, you know, like the devil is a liar and there's always like the ladies will always be lurking. Right. Hoping, hoping for their moment and waiting. You need to be aware of that. Right. But for me, I, I, I honestly hate it. Okay. So that's part one. Of course you would hate it. Of course. Yeah. That's part one. But here is, listen to this, because this is the part that got people divided, I guess, on Twitter. Something that really bothers me and like honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, like there are all these women like throwing themselves, but me, like the past 10 years, like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero, this sounds weird but like male attention mm. and so then you like i begin to internalize it and i'm like you're, is something wrong with you're me not, like you're not, you're not looking so that is the comment right there yeah i right? think i know what she means but i also see how people can take that way off in a different direction 
Oh, so what are people for? So people freaking out because now they're like, because why you want why you want all that male attention? Yeah, because yeah. somebody tweeted and said, I feel what Aisha was trying to convey. <laughs> Here we go. But it came across completely wrong. Yeah. Like she's bothered by the fact that groupies are always trying to get her husband Steph Curry's attention. Sure. She's bothered by it completely. She understands why it happens. It still bothers her, of course. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, she doesn't know why she doesn't get that same kind of... Not that she wants it, but... Well, it sounds sort of like she wants it. Why is she not getting that yeah. same kind of attention from dudes out there? It's tough. And this goes back to... Uh, we've had this conversation a whole lot on this show when it comes to relationships with... I'm a firm believer in you can't live your relationship with the mandate to always sort of make things even. You know, yeah. Like when, when you start doing that... Uh, that move in your relationship where if you know if your husband goes out to a game with his friends, your immediate reaction should not be, well, then I get to go out with the girls. Yeah, it shouldn't or, be a trade-off, a one-for-one. Yeah, or if your wife, you know, does something and then you are like, as a husband, well, if you get to do that, then I get to do that. Like, you re- so your, your relationship will crumble if you're constantly needing to make things even. Let me read you this tweet. I know it'd be hard... I know it may be hard to believe, but a lot of men actually respect marriage enough not to go after a married woman. Aisha Curry should be happy she doesn't have that problem. Besides, why do you need attention from other men? Don't you get enough from your husband? Well, also, you're Steph Curry's like wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Another tweet. Y'all mad at Aisha Curry for saying she feels uh, uncomfortable with God, groupies so being around her husband. But y'all would, would side-eye other women even looking at your dusty-ass boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I feel for I feel for because it it, it it does put you in a real terrible position. Yeah. You know, and it's and that kind of thing is not it's not easy, but and you you want that validation. She's not saying she wants to cheat. She doesn't no, want no, no, options. No, 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 no. She just wants to know why her husband is getting attention from all these women and she can't get a look, let's say, from a guy out there. I, I maybe she's just not paying attention because like she's yeah, gorgeous. That's what the ladies like, are saying. I'm looking yeah, at this picture right now. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, girl, you like the guys. It's not. There are no lack of eyes on you. Right. Right. Maybe They're, guys are intimidated. Yeah. I don't know. No. 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 I, I've, right? I, have, I have no idea. But it's it's real unfortunate that she's going through some stuff and having to deal with just constant groupies, and yet they everybody goes in on her. Yeah. I'll read you this one final tweet. That's Why are y'all wild. mad at Aisha? Thank you. She said she wants to still feel desirable. Every woman does. Thank you. Ross and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Ross and Mocha got you. Yo, Robin, it's Ross and Mocha. Hi. Hi, we're going to try to fix your heart. Oh. <laughs> That sounds so bad when you say it like that. Your no. story legit is like a Netflix rom-com right now. So I know. Robin, I've got myself in a pickle. You wrote us this. Uh, Razamoka, you need to fix my life. I have feelings for my neighbor, and I don't know what to do as he doesn't know how I feel. He's older than me, and we've been hanging out for about nine months. When I first started hanging out with him, he had gotten out of a relationship recently and said that he wasn't ready for another one. What's confusing is that he pushes me away, then turns around and pulls me back in. I just need to know where his head is at with us. And then you go on to say that nothing has changed, um, but you don't know how to engage in this conversation with him. So are you guys a couple or you're not a couple? We're not a couple. Okay, how old are you? How old is he? um, He's 33 and I'm 21. Okay, Okay. have you guys hooked up? Yes. 
How many times? Too many to count. Okay. <laughs> so so you have a you have a hookup relationship, right? Yeah. But okay, but when you think of friends with benefits, do you not normally think of like just like the odd text of when you want to meet up? And, like, just kind of, like, meet up and call it that. You know what I mean? Like, with me and him, it's, like, we talk all the time. Yeah. But we do other things than that. Like, he plays sports, so I've gone to his sporting things. I've hung out, like, I've met his friends. Like, I've hung out with them before. I, we've, I've went with him to his accountant once. Mm-hmm. Like, we've gone couch shopping. Like, we do things other than just hook up. And we talk about things other than hook up. So you're basically in a relationship, but the, the label of boyfriend and girlfriend hasn't been attached to this quote unquote relationship. Yeah, pretty much. Now, is it just is it just that you need to have it articulated or do certain things need to change? Like, is he keeping it casual because he's still seeing other women? I don't think he is. Like, I don't know for sure. We've never really talked about it. And we've never had the conversation of you're only sleeping with me. I'm only sleeping with you. But like, just from the way that things are between us, I'm pretty sure that he's not. And that he hasn't. And it hasn't been on my end either. Yeah. When this, when this started, did it go something like, uh, hey, listen, I just got out of a super, you know, crazy relationship. I'm just not ready for anything. And then you were like, oh my God, no, don't even worry about it. Me neither. Let's just keep this totally casual. We can do, do casual. Like people can do casual. Like you don't need a label on it. Like we don't need to do anything. Like we get along. So why not just hang out? And then you guys wind up, you know, falling into bed together. And next thing you know, you have great feelings for them. But it starts off as a super casual thing. And that's a very difficult thing to turn into something real because it requires some straight talk. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess. Like when we, when I first started hanging out with him, he's just like, "Don't fall in love with me." And I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, "Cause I just got out of a relationship <laughs> yeah. and I'm not ready for one right now." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, like that's." fine, I guess. Yeah. There's nothing wrong when you're in a relationship. And even like Catherine and I will do this still, you know, not, not analyzing our relationship, but there's nothing wrong with sitting down with somebody you have feelings for and sort of doing like a state of the union, right? Where you, you go through and you figure out what you are and you go through and you talk about feelings and you go through and you talk about you guys as a couple, your relationship. Uh, how are you doing? Like you can do these kind of things. Now, The thing that you have to realize that in this situation, you wanting to make this official or putting a label on it or maybe getting him to uh, commit or admit to something that he's not ready to. I know. And you have to be willing to risk it, though. Like, are you willing to are you willing to risk everything? I don't know. I part of me is like, yes, it's fine. Like, and it's not even like I want him to say, yes, let's stay right now. Like, I don't even want that confirmation i just want to know where his head is at like if he even has feelings for me i think if he wasn't my neighbor mm-hmm. it wouldn't be as hard but it's like i can't sit yeah but like what are you gonna do just continue yeah. living across the street from this guy and like keep being his booty call and going couch shopping with him and like not have an answer or be able to like move on with your own life no do you love him I don't know. I think you do. Don't say that. Do I think, love, you're, I think yeah. you're in love with him. I think you're in love with him, and the fear that you're having right now is that he doesn't love you back. And then you think that this may have all been, like, a big waste of time. Well, won't it have been? I mean, it won't be, though, because, like, no. realistically, like, he has made a big impact on my life. Yeah. Like, I was super negative, and, like, he just, like, he's really positive and sets really good goals for himself, and it's, like, changed me a lot. So, like, I'm yeah. kind of grateful for that, but it's just, like... 
Robin, your phone is terrible, so we're going to leave you with this, okay? Oh, um, okay. You you love this dude. It's so unbelievably apparent. Yeah. And you should tell him. And if you don't, you can stay the same, and maybe he'll fall in love with somebody else, and then he's going to remind you that this was just casual and that there was no full commitment and you're going to be crushed. Or you can tell him that you love him, and he's going to tell you that he doesn't love you, and at which point you're going to be crushed, and then he will probably move on and find somebody else. Or you're going to tell him that you love him, and he's going to tell you that you love him back. And it, it's it's sort of it's the risk reward, you know. Um, you guys seem like you get along great. He enjoys spending time with you. To me, it sounds like you're more than a booty call. Words matter, and people like to hear this stuff, yeah. and people need to hear this stuff. And you're, you're not you can't assume anything in a relationship. Like if you love the man, you got to tell the man you love the man. <sighs> But how do I engage in that conversation? You sit his ass down and you go, listen. Here's the deal. Okay. Okay? It's that easy. <laughs> right? Like okay. we, We've been doing this dance a long time. Yeah. Here's how I feel. Yeah. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And don't, and, don't, and, and, and don't sort of set out this, maybe in the future we could do... No, be in that moment, okay? Yeah. Everything that you say is going to be in that moment. You're not planning for, oh, you know, maybe if one day we can sort of like have another conversation to see. No, get it done in one conversation. Yeah. Let the man know how you feel. You will feel so much better about yourself if you do this. Okay. You right. got this, Robin. But first, before you, before, but Robin, before you get off the phone with us, you gotta you gotta admit that you love the man. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, if you can't say it to us, you're not gonna be able to say it to him. Okay, I think I'm in love with him. There you go. We knew it. Go and make love happen, girl. Okay, thank okay. you. Get that Netflix ending. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. Ross and Mocha's fix my life only on Kiss. People have put a lot of work in recently on studying how gross people are. Okay. It's like every week we're getting another one of these studies. Okay. It talks about just how revolting. Did you say gross? People are. Yeah. Hello, Maury. Hi. So let me read you this one here. According to a new survey, 4.4% of people, so almost 5% of people, wear the same pair of underpants for four days or more before oh, changing them. Nasty. Four days That's or gross. more gross. before changing them. Disgusting. Another 9% of people <gasps> wear the same pair of underpants for two to three days. Even still. Change every day, people. You can't tell me that you've changed every day. Every day. Not every day. Every day. <laughs> why is that so shocking to you? Because it's just cloth. I don't understand why you can't reuse it again. Like, if, you, if you're traveling or something, you've never just sort of worn it I'm again. I'm trying to make excuses for you being a disgusting human being. Yeah, but I'm not the only disgusting human being. There's 5% more like me. 4.4% of people also said that they only shower every four to five days. See, every at least day. I shower every day. I shower every day. The survey also found that 6.2% of people don't brush their teeth every day. Like not every night, but every morning. Uh, Every morning, sometimes every night. Like last night I did, the night before I didn't. And 4% of people said that they changed the sheets on their bed less than four times a year. <laughs> okay, now I know that this is, I know your reaction right now is you, that's married family mocha. But let's go, let's go back 10 years to single mocha. Mm. What's up? Okay, let yeah. me talk to single mocha. Oh, okay. Pop I wish bottles. I wish I could do that. I wish I was one of those people call where you can like you can channel something. Oh, I, really? I, I, like I wish I could hypnotize you and talk to oh. and talk to single mocha. Oh, okay. Was that the so, club popping bottles every yeah, weekend. Let me let me talk to single mocha that was for a yeah. second. Fun mocha. 
Let me talk to Single Mocha for a second. Okay. And let me just read you this headline again, okay? Yeah. Uh, 4% of people polled said that they changed their bed sheets less than four times a year. Oh, ding, that's me. Yeah, exactly. What's up? <laughs> Hand me another bottle of goose. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. There we go, okay. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't turn my microphone on. I didn't know if you were mad at me or not. Right. No, why would I be oh. mad? I don't, that's what I was just wondering. I'd never be mad I at start, you. I start going through in my head thinking of all the things I could have done. Which is, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm the worst that way. Well, you didn't notice when I got my hair did. Well, you, you were hat every day. I know. What am I supposed to do? I got my hair cut on Tuesday. And you, you didn't notice yesterday. You, I, was, I wasn't wearing a hat yesterday. Okay, hold on. You didn't notice. First of all, but your First of, hair okay, looks... Okay, that deserves a microphone off situation. Oh. Turn it back on. I'll apologize. <laughs> I won't apologize. I'm not... I'm, 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 <laughs> I swear to God, I'll say something. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that Maury got his hair cut yesterday, which is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Because it still looks bad. No, because, (laughs) well, yes, but that's not why. Well, listen, it's not a diss. We've been telling you for years. No, it's not even a haircut. I switched barbers because you didn't like how he made it look like an upside down mountain. Now, this guy took away the mountain. You still don't like it. No, no, no. It's just your hair. When your hair is that, right? What do you mean by that? That. You should just go bald. You should just buzz it right off. I did that. And Matthew told me that I can't do that anymore. Um, but when your hair is that, right, there's no complimenting it because it just doesn't look like anything. Like we would love to help but fix lo- the situation. No, when it looks very long and messy, and yeah. then I come in like this, right. this is better than no, that. No, no, but what I'm saying is that I acknowledge the haircut in the sense that I noticed that you got a haircut. But I have no opinion on that haircut because there's nothing to it. It's just short, all the but same length all around your... what else can I do with this? No, no, I'm we, not saying... I'm not trying to say that, but you just looked at us to say that I didn't compliment you on the haircut. I acknowledge that you got a haircut, but I have no opinions of that haircut because there is there is no haircut. At that point, it's just hair. Like, there's no style to it. Yeah. It's, it's just, shorter it's, than it was a couple days ago. Yeah, it's just hair. Right? I've tried to style my hair. I'm not saying you haven't. I'm not saying you haven't, but when you show up with a haircut like that, you can't expect people to just start throwing praise at you because there's actually just nothing to it. I mean, then just throw the praise. Willing, so, but he just said I just, there's, there's nothing, nothing to, it. to it. Like, there's nothing to praise. I know, but can't you lie? Why would I? No, just be like, oh, that looks great. And you would believe me. Not no, anymore. No, you would not believe me. Anyway, Mocha, I'm so sorry I did not notice your haircut. That's okay, boo. That's because your hair, again, looks very similar to your normal hair, only right. just a little bit shorter. Right. Right. Like everything is just sort of tight. Yeah, I, but, but I because, found a style that I like and I'm not changing it. But because you wear baseball hats 90% of the time, yes. if you suddenly show up without a baseball hat, I don't know if you've got a haircut or yeah, not. Yeah, that is true. That's okay. Right? How am I supposed to? How am I? I wouldn't know that. Well, maybe you should take I mean, me out. Let's well, just right. stop splitting hairs here. I noticed those thighs, though. The booty gains. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that pizza. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Question Hello. for you. Yeah. How many? How often are you? Would you say that you're bored? Oh God, oh. forever. Like bored. Uh. Like bored, bored. I find boredom I interesting because I, I, I know. I think that there's a difference between choosing to do nothing and being bored. Because I often choose to do nothing. Yeah, but, I don't. Uh, I don't think I'm, not, I'm ever I'm not bored. Yeah, I'm never bored. I always have something to do, and when I don't have something to do, I'm starting. I, I'm. I find that I'm turning into my father, where I will find something to do. Sure. Uh, so they did a survey, two thousand people, and they found that the average adult. 
more than one third of their year is spent in boredom. Wow. They define boredom as a day that involves simply no fun at all. Oh, man. After averaging out responsibilities of the participants, they calculated that they experience 131 boring days per year. What? That is a long they say, time to be bored. full-time, quote, adult responsibilities, particularly work and parenting, appear to be sucking the fun out of adults' lives. Well, suck it up. Uh, the results showed that 60% of participants believes, believes that their lives are just too, quote, grown up. 73% of people say that they miss aspects of what they remember from childhood, such as spending time with friends, fewer responsibilities, and attending things like birthday parties. <laughs> so this, is, this goes back to, uh, you know, Whoa. this sort of arrested development that, that a lot of people have right now. Like, you know, when the, I don't know when the term adulting started, but that drives me nuts anytime I hear yeah. somebody say that, man. Uh, somebody yeah. said that to my face and in like a non-ironic way not that long ago, and I looked at them like... You're a child. No, just what is it? Like, I, I couldn't figure them out. Like, I couldn't. Somebody who uses the term adulting, like I'll see on Instagram where, you know, people will be, I don't know, they'll be doing something. They'll be at Home Depot. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh my God, adulting is so fun. The term, it's so I wanted obscene to, use, to me. I wanted to use the term, but I didn't want to use it wrongly. So well, I just didn't use the term. You wanted to. Why did you want to? Because Describe like, the situation. Like I was um, at the symphony with my husband, Matthew. Right. And I'm like, and I was like in my mind going, should I say that we're adulting right now? But what if I'm wrong? Then I look like an idiot for, for using the term adulting. All, first of all, Maury, people who use the term adulting unironically are like 25. You're 40. Shush, people are listening. You've, you've been adulting for... <laughs> 20 years. Yeah, bro. I know, but I look young. How long have you owned a home for? Oh, for like 10 years. And you're going to throw adulting out? <laughs> yeah, I now? Guess, I guess home ownership <laughs> is adulting. At 40? <laughs> no, I don't know. So boredom, though, like... Like all the time. I think that number you put out there was low. You think 131 days a year being bored is a low number? That's a low number. Really? What, like, what, so what, when because you said, here's my problem. I agree with those people that isn't it awesome if we could go back in time and do birthday parties and stuff again and not go, oh my God, I'm at a birthday but party here, but I still have laundry to no, do and other things. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. Is that why can't you do that? Because you, you, then your wheels are turning in your head. You're like, no. I can't have fun right now because Why there's not? so much to do. And Why if I have fun now, you then, can. oh my God, that's not getting done. You're a free person, man. You can have all the fun you want. Make yeah. your own fun. The Prioritize. Fact, the fact that you're now saying that because you have laundry to do, you're now incapable of having fun because adulting <laughs> is too hard. First of all, I was doing my own laundry when I was 11. And not once did I say adulting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we, you know, us millennials. Bro, here <laughs> we go. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. What's your name? Uh, Emily. Hi, Emily. I've been listening for uh, five years now. Okay. Thank you. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like Roz's Let's Do the News gets more strained like as time goes by. Well, I've, oh. been, I've been doing it for 10 years now. Yeah, and before it sounded like a lot like energetic, but now it's like I feel like it's harder for you to like project it, you know? <laughs> Why is that so funny to all you jabronis in here? Because Why am I getting laughed at right she's now? Trying, she's trying to figure out a nice way to say that you're, you're just like sounding old now. Oh, is that what you're trying yeah. to say? Are you trying to say I sound old? No. Oh. 
But, <laughs> but it really does sort of sound like that. Yeah. But really, yes, Emily? <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, no wonder. No, Maury's in the other room cracking up. Like, I know, he's floor. dying right now. Die. No wonder Maury put this phone call through yeah. so quickly. Okay. <laughs> uh, is this also why everybody starts calling to do the let's do the news for me? Because I think that that's real cute, right? And endearing, and I love it. But maybe does like do more people think that I just sound old? I don't get that, though. And I think my enthusiasm for it is the same level. Maybe I just don't put enough. I don't know. I think I sound these. You're not even listening to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's like, next. I know you're having your own cup. Does it even matter what I say at this point or no? Yes. It does matter. Hello? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm trying to defend right now. Um, Emily, would you like to, uh, to introduce the news? No, thank you. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll keep you on the phone wow. while Roz does his, his daily. Okay, here, yeah. And you critique and tell us what you think, okay? Okay. Okay, so uh, here we go. Ready? Okay, uh, Mocha, are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news! How was that, Emily? Um, it sounds like you're trying to project yourself still. How was it, Roz? That hurt. <laughs> that one hurt. A Roz and Mocha show and Kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, R.I.P. Peter Mayhew. Man, that was a sad one. Peter Mayhew, of course, uh, was Chewbacca. Before Chewbacca, he was a seven foot three hospital orderly. Oh, really? When he, when he tried out for the role, I didn't know back that. in 1977. Chewbacca in A New Hope, Empire, Jedi, and uh, Sith. And he came back for The Force Awakens, but had to split the duties with uh, Junus Otomo, who uh, is now the Chewbacca going forward. So, oh, so they split for cause, yeah, cause uh, Last was, Jedi. Uh, no, no, they split for Force Awakens. Oh, for Force Awakens. Yeah, okay. he, had to, uh, he could only do certain things for um, gotcha. for Force Awakens. I believe that that's the way that it went. Uh, Mark Hamill tweeted that he was the greatest of giants, a big man with an even bigger heart who never failed to make me smile, and a loyal friend who I loved dearly. Uh, Harrison Ford issued a long statement, part of which read, uh, we were partners in film and friends in life for over 30 years, and I loved him. He invested his soul in the character and brought great pleasure to the Star Wars audience. I and millions of others will never forget Peter and what he gave us all. My thoughts are with his dear wife, Angie, and his children. Rest easy, my dear friend. So Goodbye, Chewbacca. Oh, Chewy. That's sad, man. It really is. When the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog came out, fans went crazy because they didn't like the design for Sonic. Yeah. Because it's too CGI. No, it's he's too human y. Oh, yeah, because he had, they had, he had like, like uh, he human had, teeth and everything. He has like right? human teeth and like human eyes and everything else. Yeah. And so the director, Jeff Fowler, goes on Twitter yesterday and says uh, thank you for the support and criticism the message is loud and clear you aren't happy with the design and you want changes it's going to happen everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making this character the best he can be so the movie is going to be released in November and they're going to do a complete redesign which tells me Uh that this has been a fight internally 
since this thing probably started mm. where there's one group of people in design who want Sonic to look one way and there's another group of people who probably have more power that wanted Sonic to look the way that he does now. I can guarantee you that all the design and the other way of doing Sonic is already done Yeah, and they're going to slot it in. They're not starting from scratch. I guarantee that this was a fight. What director, after a week of criticism goes, okay, yeah, you guys are right. We'll redo our movie. No, they have it already. Right? It's like, yeah, like so much of this has to be done already because the clock just doesn't work. Oh, yeah, I know. You're delaying the movie by like months. You can't delay the movie. No, the movie's not delayed. The movie's opening in November. They have to. Yeah. So that's interesting, though. I've never... The Sonic purists who were working on the film were the ones saying, this is how Sonic needs to look. And as you said... The big wigs were like, mm, no, we want it to look this way. Yeah, or it might have been him, and Paramount wanted it the other way. Maybe. And they were like, see? Because yeah. it, whoever has the most power is the one that made the, it made the decision. Whoever signed them checks. Exactly. Um, Charlize Theron was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and this is great because I remember even hearing the story that Charlize Theron turned down uh, Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah, but... Did she turn down Wonder Woman? Yes, she turned down Wonder Woman, but it's not what you think. Listen to this. I did not turn the role of Wonder Woman down. This is a great example of how Hollywood like slaps you in the face when you start aging. Okay. Oh, so somebody had said to me, "Oh, you sh- there's there's action on this thing, Wonder Woman. You know, we just want to make you aware of it." And and I was like, oh, "It's just I'm not I'm not familiar with it. I don't really know what it like. I mean, what does Wonder Woman do?" And my this person said, "No, it's for Wonder Woman." mom no it's fine it was the defining moment where i was like i crossed over and and i wasn't fully aware of it oh no so yes she did turn down wonder woman the movie but she did not turn down wonder woman (laughs) (laughs) so avengers endgame this weekend holy moly so it is now the second highest grossing movie of all time in two yes. weeks. Yes. Avengers Endgame, $2.188 billion. Now, the highest grossing movie of all time was 2009's Avatar, of course, 2.788. So that's looking like, uh, if my math is sort of right, Endgame needs to do another 600 mil in the coming weeks uh-huh. in order to become Easy. the highest grossing movie of Easy. all time. Easy. Of all time. Finally saw it on the weekend. Loved it. Need to see it again. This time in IMAX 3D. Yeah. No. Why? Nah, I don't like 3D. Well, I didn't ask you to go. No. Well, with me. okay. Well, never mind then. Yeah. That sound like an invite to me. <laughs> well. All right. Sure. Okay. I'm uh, going to go. Now, keep in mind, the new Spider-Man trailer is going to drop. And okay. there people have been... Warning Marvel fans that the Spider-Man Far From Home is actually the end to this Avengers story. Oh, this sort of okay. this sort of sequence of Marvel's the phase. phase, the phase. That they end said game, Endgame was supposed to be the end of Phase Three, right? This, but Homecoming is actually the end of Phase Three because so much of what happened in Endgame will affect Homecoming. 
Oh. Right? Okay. And so they're saying, though, if you have not seen Endgame yet, the new trailer for Homecoming is going to drop soon. And the trailer for Homecoming will most likely have Endgame spoilers. Right. You get what I'm getting at? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So just so everybody knows. Yeah. If you have not seen Endgame... The Far From Home trailer, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, will most likely spoil things that have happened in Endgame. Okay. Okay? All right. Okay. So we're all good on that. Um, The Stranger Things plagiarism lawsuit gets dropped just like days before it was set to go to trial. So the Stranger Things creators, the Duffer Brothers, were being sued by Charles Kessler saying that they ripped off his 2012 short film called Montauk to create what is now the Stranger Things phenomenon. But it looks like Charles Kessler had a massive change of heart because he dropped the lawsuit that was supposed to begin tomorrow in Los Angeles. And this like just happened. He issued a, he issued a statement. Saying I got paid. Saying no, he didn't. Oh, he no? goes, after hearing the deposition testimony this week, yeah. of the legal experts that I hired. It is now apparent to me whatever I may have believed in the past, my work had nothing to do with the creation of Stranger Things. Documents from 2010 and 2013 prove that the Duffers independently created their show. As a result, I've withdrawn my claim and I will not and I will be making no further comments on this matter. Sounds like somebody's telling them to say that. Well, no, because you look at when you look at the evidence, right? Yeah. So there's you gather everything and you get to see what they have. And if you're suing them for ripping off something you did in 2012 and you see that they came up with this idea in 2010 and it's all verifiable, you have no case. So it's at that point, how Mm. poor do you want to go paying lawyers to fight something that you're not going to win? I guess. So... There's that. Alex Trebek got a standing ovation last night at the Daytime Emmy Awards for uh, picking up Best Outstanding Game Show Host. This is, I believe, Trebek's sixth time uh, winning the award. And uh, as we know, Alex um, Alex, uh, still dealing with stage four advanced pancreatic cancer. This is Alex Trebek talking to E.T. backstage after winning. Feels great, but it's been a long time, of course. I haven't won an Emmy, I think, in about nine years. But this one, this one is going to be special. And I'm aware that there must be a fair amount of sympathy that went into the voting for this. But to tell you the truth, I don't care. I've got the award, and I enjoy having this award. So he was talking about the sympathy. But remember, last year when he didn't win was also the year that he had to have a life-threatening blood clot removed from his brain, right? Oh, my God. So, like, sympathy is like... We know, yeah. but it didn't work last year, no. and he's fully aware of that. Uh, Madonna says giving her kids phones at the age of 13 ended her relationship with them. Whoa. Yeah, so if you're thinking about giving your kid a smartphone, Madonna, I guess this was in her new interview with Vogue, uh, her advice on giving kids phones, she just simply says, don't. I made a mistake when I gave my older children phones when they were 13. 
it ended my relationship with them. Really, not completely, but it became a very, very big part of their lives. They became too inundated with imagery and started to compare themselves to other people, and that's really bad for self-growth. She goes on to talk about her daughter, Lourdes, saying that she doesn't have the same drive as her, and she feels that social media plagues her daughter and makes her feel like people are going to give her everything that she needs simply because she's Madonna's daughter. So Madonna saying 13 no phones damn right because wasn't she one of those parents when she first had the kids saying no television no nothing in the house right so those kids were raised with nothing yeah she and was now they that, have everything and it was easier to do then because social media didn't exist sure the only thing you sort of had to protect them from was television yeah if you didn't want them to sort of have that you know uh, disposable junk inundating their lives. You could just get rid of the TV and everybody's like, oh my God, Madonna's children don't get television? And now look, right? That's what happens. It's scary, man. It's scary. When you're a parent, you start thinking, and it's not the phone, like the phone, the tech is not the problem. It's the... The, the social aspect of it and, and opening the world, and yes, it can do really, really great things, but it also like kills drive and yeah. it makes you so hyper aware of yourself at really an age that you shouldn't be that hyper aware. I don't know, man. Tiffany Haddish at the, uh, let's wrap up the Met Gala last night with an interview with Tiffany Haddish on the red carpet uh, about how you survive inside this night of, uh, of fashion and mayhem. Like what is the trick to surviving that night? Can you give us an inside look on what it's like inside the Met Gala? Um, there's not enough food, so I brought some. I got chicken in my bag. Can you wait? Can you show us that again? The chicken in the bag. She ready? <laughs> All right. So for Tiffany Haddish, how to try to survive the Met Gala is chicken in a bag. <laughs> I don't mind that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So when do we get to find out the kid's name, Harry and Megan? That's the big question, because they said that they're going to open up the sort of family to photographers tomorrow. So Harry said yesterday that uh, they were looking at two days before they would sort of have people over so they could take pictures. But uh, when do we get the name is the question. But this was Harry yesterday. I don't know if you had a chance to see when he uh, walked out in front of the horses talking to the press, but it was actually kind of awesome, even if you're not into it. I'm very excited to announce that uh, Megan and myself had a baby boy um, early this morning. A very healthy boy. Mother and baby are doing incredibly well. Um, it's been the most amazing experience I could ever um, possibly imagine. Um, I'm so incredibly proud of my wife. Um, and as every father and parent would ever say, you know, your, your baby is absolutely amazing. But... This little thing is, is, is absolutely to die for, so I'm just over the moon. He was, he was totally in like new parent shock. Yeah, like, totally. What the hell just <laughs> happened? And I think somebody had asked him like how like it was if this was his like first time like seeing your birth, and he's like, Yeah, man, I've never seen this before. It's like I've never been a part of this before. What are you nuts? Yeah. Um but yeah, so I got nieces and nephews and everything. Yeah, but. you're not in the room. <laughs> Uh, so the name, that's the, the next sort of big thing. And then, uh, of course, will they allow somebody else to release a photo before they do? Because as you know, they uh, Harry and Megan have their own Instagram now and their plan is to use it for good. They've stopped following Prince Charles and Camilla and they've stopped following um, uh, his brother and Kate and the queen and the palace. Oh, and they're only, 
only going to focus on following people on Insta that they want to then showcase who are right. doing good or charitable organizations or whatever it is. Uh, but I guess the name is next. But also, will they release the first picture themselves on Insta going for that? I think so. That likes record. Well, it sucks for me because um, I am one of those people in Canada where I can't see how many likes something has anymore. So I don't know if. Oh yeah, only if they, they will. If they release the if they release the picture on Instagram, I won't be able to tell how many likes oh, yeah, it has. True. Yeah, you know, my Instagram still hasn't updated yet. Really? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, mine mine has. And I'm kind of cool with it, you know? I'm actually fine with it. I don't mind it. I sort of like the idea of not having visible likes. I like it. I, I'm telling you, it's a, it's the healthy way to go with this. Yeah. I, and, and listen, you can argue influencers and everything else, but that's why you send the analytics to the people who you know want to give you money for posting stuff. Nobody's going to be out of work because of this. Right. It's no, just, I know. It's the showy-offy part of it that is unhealthy for people. And I'm all, I'm all for it, man. Disney has set the slate for all the new Star Wars movies and as well as the Avatar sequels. So <gasps> the next three Star Wars movies are set for a December 16th, 2022, followed by December 20th, 2024, followed by December 18th, 2026. Damn. And there's no word yet on if these are the Ryan Johnson movies or if these are the, the movies that are going to be done by the guys who did Game of Thrones or if these are going to be movies by people who are not either of those two because I know that Ryan Johnson went through hell after The Last Jedi, right? For oh, me, so. yeah, terrible movie. Uh, the company also announced the long-awaited follow-ups to Avatar have been pushed back. So Avatar 2 is now set for release December 17th, 2021. Oh, God. Right? And then the Avatar sequels after that will be December 22nd, 2023, December 19th, 2025. So they're going to be alternating. Ugh between Avatar movies and Star Wars movies. So every every December, it's going to either be uh, Star Wars or an Avatar. There are for, people that won't be alive to see that last one in 2025. Yeah, there's going to be people who won't be alive to see anything that opens on Friday. It's true. True. <laughs> Just yeah. say more. Thanks for bringing down the news, buddy. <laughs> hey, the one thing I did notice on that list are all the, um, they're really amping up the live action yeah, there's a lot of live action. A lot of live action. There's a action. lot of untitled Disney. Disney live action. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, I know. It's really interesting. Uh, did Amy Schumer punk everybody with her baby's name? Now, if she mean? didn't, this is really unfortunate. So Amy Schumer announced, because she had her kid the day before um, Megan and Harry had their kid. And she announced that the kid's name was Jean Attell Fisher. And yeah. Fisher, the husband's last name, Attell, everybody just assumed that it was Dave Attell, the comedian, because he was sort of like Amy Fisher's mentor and really close to her. Yeah. And Gene, who knows where they got Gene from? I don't know. But so they announced that the kid's name is Gene Attell Fisher. And then everybody starts saying, did she just name her kid Genital Fisher? <laughs> Gene? Hold on. Gene Attell Fisher. Let me write this down. Gene Attell. I got to see it on paper. Gene just say it. You don't even have to see it. Just say it. Genital Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Now, if she is punking people, that is hysterically funny. If not, this is... She's just a giving very, her kid the name Genital Fisher. Yeah, a, a very unfortunate coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, so, Megan McCain from The View was on with Seth Meyers. And they were talking about 
Um, Ilhan Omar's comments and tweets that she had made that many took as anti-Semitic and then she apologized. So Megan McCain feels one way. This is what she always fights with Joy Behar about yeah. on the show. And um, Seth Meyers has his own opinions on this. So listen to the exchange back and forth with uh, Megan McCain from The View and Seth Meyers. Is there a way for people to talk about uh, differences in Israeli policy without getting framed as anti-Semitic language? Yeah, I just think you can't talk about uh, Jews hypnotizing the world, talking about all about the Benjamins. You keep bringing up the two tweets that she's apologized for, and I think that's a little unfair to her, especially because we've <laughs> Are established... Are you a publicist? What? Are you her press person? No, I'm just someone who, who cares about the fact that there's someone out there who is uh, in a minority, who has had death threats against her, and I think that we should all use the same language that you're asking her to be careful about her language, and I, I would ask everybody else to be careful about theirs. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm not sure what, what would you, what would, what would make you happy coming out of my mouth right now? I'm genuinely curious. Okay. So, so then Megan's husband, uh-oh. Excuse me. Sounds like a fun interview, by the way. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was like <laughs> so much fun. It was a laugh a minute. Uh, so then uh, Megan McCain's husband goes on Twitter and says this. I see Seth Myers, the untalented piece of ish who only has a job because he regularly gargled Lorne Michaels. Oh Went my after God. my wife tonight with his idiotic anti-Semitic BS. Goes on to say, Seth is an awful person who is known within the industry for how terrible he is. He is a monumental a-hole who is utterly unfunny. He deserves the mockery he receives from all the people who laugh at him. He ends it by saying, here is proof that white men get ahead despite their obvious lack of talent. Then he deleted all of that. Oh my. <laughs> then he deleted all of that. Oh yeah? What am yeah, I? Okay? That was all gone. Then he deleted it. And then he just said, I love my wife. I apologize for rage tweeting about how Seth Meyers treated her. I don't like him. I think he's a hack, but I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry to anyone I offended. <laughs> <laughs> That's the great thing about Twitter, though, right? You say what you want, then you delete it. Yeah, exactly. And then nobody remembers. Yeah. Right? Nobody remembers. It's gone. Except oh, for yeah. those who, like, screen grab it, right? <sighs> Except for everybody. Um, Starbucks, they say, this according to CNBC. So the cup that appeared in the coffee cup that appeared in last week's episode or two weeks ago, the episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. The first story was that Starbucks received an estimated $11 million in free advertising for that, which is a, which is a monumental number because it wasn't even a Starbucks cup. Now, Stacey Jones, CEO of the marketing company Hollywood Branded, told CNBC that she estimated the value of the cup in Game of Thrones, even though it was not a Starbucks cup, mm-hmm. to have given Starbucks $2.3 billion in free advertising. Billion with a B. Billion with so a B. So it was originally estimated, people were saying 11 mil. <laughs> yes, and then now they're saying it's, wow. in the, it's in the billions of advertising. Is it because we're still talking about it? Yeah, I, I guess. I don't, I don't know. But um, the coffee cup was originally the producers of the show said it came from a craft service truck but there is a mom and pop coffee shop in Belfast called Paper Cup and they said that it's not from craft services that it's actually one of their cups. They say, quote, I think it's disgusting. It takes the promotion away from smaller businesses that need it, such as ours or someone else's whose cup it could have been. So they're upset that everybody's calling it the Starbucks cup when really it was their cup. So, damn it, Maury tried to get a hold of somebody today at Paper Cup in Belfast. 
Hello, Paper Cup. Hi there. So are you guys um, upset or do you think that now you're going to oh, get the... Rec- I'm sorry? No, this is lunchtime. We're really busy and I don't want to comment. You don't want to comment on your cup being in Game of Thrones? That's an awesome no. thing. I know. Sorry, I have to go with customers waiting, okay? Oh. Okay, but are, is that, are you, are you getting more... Oh, wow. oh, oh nice. damn. I'm not happy. <laughs> you know what? Very pleasant, though. Yeah, yeah super nice. <laughs> Roz and Mocha Q&A. Right, it's now time for Ask Roz and Mocha. This is where we take the questions from Instagram that you post uh, at Kiss925, and we'll just simply answer them and invite one of you to join us on the podcast, like Lewis is right now. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Wait, is it Lewis or Luis? It's Luis. All right, we've talked to you before, right? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh, well, but we well, see your name pop up a lot. Welcome to the podcast, Luis. Thank you very much. Nice right. to be here. What do you want to? What do you want to ask? Okay, so my question is, um, what is the worst thing you guys have done uh, or taken advantage of with the uh, help of your celebrity status? Ooh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, from Maury, literally everything. Um, no, yeah. not Maury. My agent, Mark Bentley. Well, no, here's the thing, though, Maury, is that that to me, like when Maury, if you're just, if it's, you've never heard of Mark Bentley before, Luis, or anybody else who's listening, uh, Maury created a fake publicist yep. and a Twitter account and everything else for a guy named Mark Bentley. And oftentimes, Maury will call people posing as Mark Bentley to get Maury certain perks. I don't think that that qualifies, though, so much as you using any sort of celebrity status to get something. That's just straight out lying, yeah. right? Like you've cre- that's that's a hustle. Like you've created a fake human being that calls and manipulates other people into giving a stranger. Like so- I think what Luis is asking is, have you ever said, you know, hey, I'm Damn Mori from the Roz and Mocha show. And then continue with yes, what it I is you're, you're looking for. This past weekend at a friend's birthday party at a bowling alley, we were at the bottom of the list. It would have been an hour wait, and I used it to get us the next alley. Right. Yes. So stuff like that. So uh, Maury's Mor- okay. Mor- used it for bowling. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, this Every now and then when this does happen, my brother calls it a superpower. Yeah. Um, he's like, use your superpower. And I'm like, come on, man. I don't want to use my superpower right now. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, come on, man. Just use your superpower. Uh, so I've done a lot of stuff. I've done stuff like that before um, where you, you've, you've called somewhere and just said that it was for you or you have somebody else call on your behalf and yeah. you get bumped up a line and I do I, I've done that stuff I don't think I'm putting anybody out you know uh-huh. it's just mainly when somebody says there's no room if I sure. call if I call and somebody's like no we we can't accommodate you in some way I know that that's always lies sure right there's always a way and what winds up happening though is where I start to feel bad is when you do do those things where you call somebody up and then they bump you up a line or they give you the next lane or whatever else. Usually the thing that happens after that is they wind up not charging you. Right. And I always try and pay. Yeah. So I don't mind getting access to something, but I never want free stuff. Sure. Because I never want somebody to think that I called up asking something for free because that's how those stories are then told. Yeah. And that's why most of the time, I mean, there are times like you, Ross, where I will call to make like a legit like reservation, let's say, somewhere. And they'll say, oh, sorry, we're full. And then I will send an email. I'll find out who like the manager is or whoever and just say, hey, 
I'm so I'm Boca. We're yeah. for Kiss ninety two five. Big like fancy restaurant. Manager, please trying to yes. uh, get a reservation. I'm told that it's full. Is there anything you can do yeah. to help me out? And they're and, always they're always accommodating. And they're very very accommodating. Yeah. It's just I don't like doing that kind of stuff in public because I don't want somebody to say who does this guy think he is yeah. trying to get something from us. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I've you know I've also been in airports before where somebody where I was in a I was really really far back in the line and. I emailed somebody that I knew who worked for the airline and their way of helping me out was to show up in the middle of a line of hundreds of people with a wheelchair for me. <laughs> right? Like, you know, like, like that, that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff I won't do. The, the other thing, where are you, dude? What is going on? I'm sorry. I'm in school right now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Go, like, go somewhere quiet. Go by the lockers. So the other thing that dri- sort of drives me nuts is, is whenever you're doing anything where somebody sends a car for you. Yeah. They always wind up illegally parking or parking in a handicapped spot. Oh. And oh, I man. will never get in or out of a car if somebody has done that. Mm-hmm. Just because I know, like when it comes to sort of like using status to get stuff, I rarely do it. But the one thing I don't do is I don't ever want it to be negatively affecting my life because oh, for sure. Catherine will sometimes park in like a handicapped spot or not oh, a, no. like, a, like an expectant mother's spot okay. or the family spot or whatever yeah. it is. And sometimes we won't even have Roxy with us. Oh no! And I will look at her. I'm like, I'm not getting out of the car right now. Yeah. And she's, find like, another and she's spot. like, why not? I'm like, I'm because if I if we park here and I walk out and somebody takes the picture, it's yep. going to be a picture of me and I'm the one that's going to get killed on Twitter, yeah. even though yeah. I'm not the one driving. For so sure. find another spot because I'm not getting out of the car right now. And she gets furious with me. Really? Like, furious with yeah, me. No, I'm, on your I'm side like, I'm not that, doing though. it, man. Why doesn't she understand that one? At least because she, she's like you, uh, Maurice. So- Boy, you have like, like no legs to stand on in this conversation. Can, you yeah. illegally park all the time. I was every once told just park day. in a handy cab spot and get out and limp. Right. Well, no, you need the sticker though, more. Okay. <laughs> How about yeah. once I showed up at a patio, the lineup was super, super long. Yeah. So I sat down on a park bench, phoned the restaurant, told them who I was, just so I didn't have to wait in that line. Right. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Just all right. I'm just glad yeah. I understand what you mean. Yeah. So there's a lot of little things. I mean, as far as big things go, oh, jeez. I've used it with the police before. Oh, Go, Going through contact with the cops when I needed the police help before. Yeah. yeah I tried that. I've it didn't done work because mm. I told them I host cops for cancer and they're like, good for you. You still yeah. owe us for the ticket. Yeah. Well, you're also not on my level more. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Soak it in. Disrespect level 100. <laughs> yeah. Like I've, I've received, I needed information one time and it was information that um, I should not have had. And it was, yeah. it was freely given to me huh. um, before. Um, so, so I, but I needed it. Like it wasn't, I wasn't using it for, and, and you know, any sort of malicious way. It was a concern. And uh, and I had questions that I I was really hoping to get answered and uh, and and people people were really really helpful uh, with that. Um, but most times I will tell you this: anytime that I have stuff done on the house, uh, Catherine deals with them because I find that there for a lot of things that you may need done, whether it's with the roof or an appliance or plumbing or whatever it is, uh, I wind up paying. Uh, a higher price than what somebody else ah. might. So when people show up to the house or it gets booked, it always gets booked through Catherine. Yeah. And when those guys show up, I'm I'm hiding somewhere in the house. Right. Because I know that when it's time to write up that receipt, um, it's going to be bumped up because oh. they think that I can afford way more than you what can. other people can. Yeah, but you? who wants? To, but, who, but that doesn't make a difference. You don't want to be hostile. I just want to be. I don't want to be treated special. I just want to be treated fairly. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Luis, hope that answered your question, bro. Yeah, it did. Thank you very much. All right, right thank on. you for listening. Get back to class. All right, thanks, guys. Right on, we got to give a shout-out to Sabrina. Uh, Sabrina says, I just want to say that I'm a grade nine student and I listen to your podcast in class instead of music, which is a big deal because every kid only listens to music these days. Love you guys. There you go. Uh, Ashley writes, would you rather, I love a would you rather, uh, would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music or forced to be sing along to any song you heard? Dance. Wow. Well, here's my question. Jeez. If I'm forced to sing, yeah. does that mean you know the lyrics? Yeah. Am I to know the lyrics of every single song? No, you're just, just... going to do your best. Hmm. You know what? Yeah. I'm I'll say s- I'd rather sing. I'm going to say dance because I would sing horribly. Right. I'm no, gonna, I think we uh, all would sing horribly. For, but for, for safety reasons, I'm going to say sing because I couldn't imagine being in the car. <laughs> Can't you right. just do the chair dance? No, that's exhausting to me. See, to me, being forced to dance anywhere where you heard music yeah. is exhausting. That's ex- imagine Christmas shopping in a mall. Yeah. I'd rather walk around singing yeah, than have to true. walk around with all the bags. You're sitting dancing. on a patio at a bar. Yes. Right? And you're enjoying a beer. No, you will and just And like they always play music, right? You will, Mocha, if you chose dancing, you would forever look like you always had to pee. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, true. Right? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna one hundred percent go with, with yeah. singing. Now, I would just say sing. Yeah, singing more. You're still going with dancing. Still going to, because like um, I don't want people to stare at me. I'm never they do anyway. <laughs> uh Terrellyn asked this Would you say something to a person if you saw that they had a stain on their shirt, food in their teeth, and or a booger in their nose? Of course. No. Absolutely oh one hundred percent. Joe Jonas was here once and he had a booger in his nose and I was just it was killing me because I'm like I don't know if I'm supposed to say something or not. Yes, you are. And he was standing right in front of me and mm-hmm. to this day anytime I see him I, I can't stop thinking yep. about the booger in his nose. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Wow. I 100%. And I, I appreciate it. I've had I've had I've been on shoots before where somebody that I didn't even really have a great working relationship with um has told me to uh she brought out tweezers yeah. and, and was like you can take these and do it yourself or I'm happy to do it for you. And I'm like, what's that? And she goes, you have one super long nose hair. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. really? And I was like, oh, man, okay. Yeah. And I'm Would like, you appreciate okay. that or do you get upset? I totally appreciate it. Yeah, I completely, I would appreciate I completely, it too. But I appreciate the bluntness. What I don't like is when somebody's like whispery. Yeah. Like it's some sort of like, like it's a shameful thing. You have right? a really long nose yeah. hair. Like with somebody like Joe Jonas, as the as a producer, I would have just said, um, uh, before we do pictures at the end, just just do that and just wipe your nose and they'd be like oh man cool thank but you but I was so embarrassed because I'm like I, what if he gets upset why yeah, would he get why upset would he wouldn't get upset I think he would get more Nobody upset get at the upset. fact that if there was a picture out there that was taken and he had a booger in his nose that was hanging out yeah. and nobody else in the room said anything especially you the person taking the picture with him that also noticed and I get your question like why would he get upset but like you always think that going like oh my god what nope, am I supposed no, because to do as a celebrity the, no because that moment you've made it you, you're making it all about you at that point yeah yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Diana asked this question. Uh, when you guys are not working together, do you miss each other? Oh. Absolutely. I miss Roz all the time. <laughs> no. Um, I would say no because no. It, it makes the show the show. Yeah. And also Roz and I text like yeah. enough times throughout the day. Yeah, true. No, I don't. I miss I miss doing the show. Sure. But do I miss like you guys? No. I mean, there are times at night where I'm just like, I feel like, oh, I should say hi to Roz. You know, or I'll text. Times at like, night, you feel like you should say no, hi to him. No, no. You know, and do you know what more? You know what That's Maury will weird. do. You know what Maury will do is in those times at night yeah. when he needs attention from me. What he will do when he's not getting attention from me, he will text me a screen grab 
of an email where somebody paid him a compliment in an email and then send me that email. Oh, why? To be like, hey, look how great I am or look how great this, this person, person this, thinks I this am? This person thinks I'm great. I haven't heard from you. Oh, <laughs> Is that, not the most, is that not the most... Well, I don't say it like that. In my mind, I'm like, you know, thinking Roz will write back going, oh, that's great, good for you. No, no, no. So he will send that to me. Yeah. Right? He'll send it to me and I won't reply because I'm uh-huh. like, this has nothing to do with me and it's so weird. It's so, it's so weird. And then uh, uh, he'll write me back an hour later and all he'll write is, um, thought that was a nice email. I thought you were going to bring up when I sent you a picture of me doing a mask. No. And, and no. And the other thing that Maury will do is Maury will send me when he needs attention... He will then go to his own social feed on Twitter or Instagram, and he will send me the post that he put on Instagram. Because, oh yeah, because he does that I all haven't the time. seen the post on Instagram, so he texts me his Instagram feed, and then he'll say, it "Would be cool to get a like from you." Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no right it's back. always no, it's always this. Thought you'd find that funny. It's true. Yeah, thought you'd like that. Yeah, it's so weird. It won't yeah. stop. So no, do I miss Maury? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cassandra Brown. This is a fantastic question. What is one part of your daily routine that would completely throw off your day if you didn't do it? Jeez. Showering. Yeah, for me, if I wake up late and I know I don't have time to shower yeah. and only time to like maybe brush my teeth, wash my face, and get out the door, mm-hmm. it would bother me until I got home and able to shower that I didn't shower that morning. Really? Huh? Yeah. Or if I was in like, if I was in like a super rush, right. but I had time to shower, yeah. it would ruin my day and throw me off if I got out of the shower, dry myself, and put my clothes on and then left. Yeah. With- Without lotioning my body. Really? You lotion every day? Every single day. Full head to toe lotion. Yep, because I like to have soft skin. I don't like to have dry, ashy skin. Don't you hate the feeling of putting on a shirt over a moist body? Oh, man. Oh. You love that, huh? Listen. Really? Belly and everything. Like, just. Bro. Everything. I I don't know when the last time I put lotion on my body. Like, really? Oh, 20 I years ago. only lotion the tops of my hands. No, 20 years. Like, oh, yeah, I've we never, can tell. I've never used yeah, a lotion. Thank you. No. Not for me. No, nah, everywhere. It's not for me. Everywhere. No, sorry. I used to use cocoa butter. <gasps> yeah. I hate that smell. Yeah, you do. Do you really? I hate Yo, it, it remind- cocoa butter is the best. Are you no, kidding me? it reminds me of massages. No, it's oh, the best. I yeah, cocoa love, butter is I, real I did nice. used to love a cocoa butter. Yeah, I used to cocoa shave my legs and put cocoa nice. butter all over them. Mm, <laughs> so anyway, out. that's what would throw me off. Yeah. You said shower. Yeah, but now I would also say nap. If I don't get my afternoon nap, it really throws yeah, no, the rest of my day We've seen you at noon, Maury. Noon, noon does not agree with you at all. You look, you look like you just got came out of chemo. Like you are oh rough. God. You see Maury at twelve noon any day of the week. Yeah. He is rough looking. Yeah, like true. rough looking. What if you forget to put deodorant on? Does it throw off your day? No. Oh, okay. No, no, do you have anything that throws yeah, off your day? I, the one thing that I do consistently is that when I go, the, the way that I have the bathroom set up where I get ready is when I'm drying my hair with the hair dryer, mm. with the Dyson, um, I sit on the toilet and, uh-huh. I, and I stare at my, and the mirror is in front of me. So I stare at myself <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> Sitting on the toilet drying your hair? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. While if anything else happens, anything else happens at that sure. point. So some, oh, hold on. Yeah. You're like sitting, sitting on the yeah, toilet. Yeah, I sit on the toilet. Oh, I thought you meant you were just sitting on it, using it as a seat, but no. you're sitting it, using yeah. it as a toilet. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, I'm sitting, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the toilet <laughs> okay. while drying my hair, uh-huh. getting the bathroom nice and hot, which yeah. sometimes I regret. Um, I sit on the toilet while drying my hair and staring at myself in the mirror. <laughs> and 
<laughs> and uh, and there have been times where do you talk to yourself in the mirror? There have been times where like somebody's been staying over at the house or whatever, and where they're sleeping is really close to that bathroom that I get ready in. So I'll use another bathroom, yeah, to get ready in, and I don't have a mirror in front of me, and it throws me off completely. Really? Yeah. I if you to, can't dry your hair and look at yourself in the mirror, I know I need to stare at myself. <laughs> like it's the weirdest thing, man. Like yeah, I, I can't just dry my hair. Like I need to sit. Also, I can't stand to do any of that stuff. <laughs> right? I need to sit yeah. on something. And like if I'm at a hotel, I will go into the room in the hotel, drag the desk chair into the tiny little no, bathroom, you will not. and sit on the desk chair and like dry my hair and stuff like that. Like I don't stand; I have to be sitting. I have to be sitting in front of a mirror, preferably on the toilet. And if if I can't do the toilet, then I'll like find okay. a stool or a chair or something Question. to sit on. Yes, maybe too far. Yeah, but when you're sitting on the toilet, yes, are you naked? Um, sometimes I have a robe on and if I get too hot, I just fold it down. So it looks like I'm wearing like uh, a blanket around me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When you're in the hotel and you're yeah. sitting on the office chair in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Naked or same thing with the robe uh, half na- down? Naked with a towel on the seat part. Ew, but you don't know who else is sat naked on that chair. <laughs> no, but I put a towel. Okay. I put a towel down. Okay. But yes. Yeah, okay. Na- naked, but naked, but with a but with a towel. Don't you in your bedroom, sorry, don't you in your home bathroom have a massive picture of you behind the toilet? Yeah, in one of my bathrooms I do. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I saw it in a video. <laughs> there's, there's a picture of you in your own bathroom behind the toilet? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm, it, the picture is not of me behind a toilet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's like a posed portrait. No. Yeah. yeah. Bro, why are you going into so much detail? I know, like, it's I, so weird. You know what happened is I gave Maury my GoPro one day because he had yeah. something to film uh-huh. and then he went on it and just looked at all the other stuff that I'd filmed uh, like in the house and snooped? stuff. Right? Isn't uh, that so... Oh, everyone would do that. No. no. That's a man's business. No, but then and then he starts texting me about it. No, I sent uh, you. Did I send you a screen grab? I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, but Dude, I was you're t- so weird. So weird. Wait, right? hold on. But don't you want to no, know I about do, this picture? Yes, I do have a giant picture of myself in my bathroom above Damn. the toilet. <laughs> Come on, that's awesome. Yeah, it's huge too. I'm, and when I say giant, I mean yeah. it's probably like two feet by three and a half feet. And that's not weird. Oh wow! Yeah, it's big. It's a it's a size of like a like a forty inch television. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're looking in the mirror, you see two of you. No, different bathroom. Okay, different bathroom. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, in that bathroom, I only stand so I can be eye to eye with myself. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> but yes, I do have a giant picture. Vanessa says uh, this is kind of a more of a romantic question, there but you go. when. You guys knew that your partners were the one. What was it like and what was going through your head? Oh, God. At I, the time. I, I think we've told these stories before, um, but it doesn't mean we can't tell them again. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, you know, with me because when when Catherine got pregnant, we weren't really, we weren't really together. I was going through some real stuff and yeah. didn't treat her well at all and didn't treat myself well at all. And I was with somebody who was just so terrible for me and it was almost like a self-punishing kind of thing and whatever but she was terrible for me this other person and not necessarily a terrible person terrible for me also um and i had a real blowout with her one night and um i started just thinking like the ultimate sort of thoughts. And whenever we do FMLs, right? Yeah. Whenever we do Raza Mocha Fix My Life, I'll often say to somebody when it's a relationship problem, close your eyes and think about your future and is that person in it? And so I did that. And yeah. what I what I thought about was 
you know, when I'm dying, when it's when it's over and I'm it's my last days, mm-hmm. uh, who do I want with me? Is what I thought. And immediately, as soon as I was drunk at a bar and I thought that, and I was just like, God, you know, I was busted up. I was like so upset. And I just closed my eyes and I thought about my future, me dying on a bed. And I'm like, who do I want there with me? And the only person whose face came to my head was Catherine. Oh, dude. And it was at that moment where I, I texted her and I went to her house that night. I went to her apartment that night. And we were not in the best of terms, but we still loved each other like so greatly. And she was so patient and so just wonderful and awesome through my downward spiral. And uh, I went to her house that night and I told her all of this. And um, that's the night she wound up getting pregnant. Oh, wow. Right? But I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. So, yeah. so we, had one, we had one night together. And then we sort of just took a couple of days off. And then it was a little bit later that she was at, she came over and, and was like, hey, um, we need to talk about, you know, us because I know we've been spending some time together and I just need to know how you feel. I need to know right now where your head is at with me and with us and what's going on. And I told her, I was like, listen, the reason I showed up at your house that night was because I closed my eyes and imagined myself dying and the only person I wanted there with me was you. And she goes, good, because I'm pregnant. Ooh. Right? Yeah. And then, so we packed up her apartment and she moved in. Nice. And it's been that way ever since, yeah. right? Um, but it, minus, that little, minus that little blip, I had always known, I met Catherine the first night I met Catherine. Um, we, she held my hand and I knew that this, the, the, she was just something special. She had just an incredible energy to her. Uh, so I knew, I knew right away, but I denied it for a long time because I was so self-centered yeah. and I needed her help to try and level me out. That's a real nice story, dude. Yeah. I when, like it. When you yeah. close your eyes now, who do you picture? You, Maury. Okay, I'm great. kidding. <laughs> I don't picture myself. Yeah. I don't picture myself lying in a bed dying more. I picture you lying in a bed dying <laughs> <laughs> alone with nobody around. Oh, oh no! Wow! <laughs> oh man! Uh, you when did you know right away with Jenna? Yeah, I knew right away. You guys we moved met. in real quick together. Oh too, yeah, right? I think it was yeah. like after our first date. I yeah. knew, yeah. and it was our first date was not that long after we had met. And we started, I asked her to be my girlfriend, like soon, real soon, like a couple of weeks after we had met. And then one month later, I asked her to move in with me. And it was when she moved in with me, I like knew, knew that this was the woman that I was going to marry. Yeah. It's you. I would, I would consider the two of you as one of those just sort of, you can't picture it any other way. Like you're an indestructible couple in the, in the sense that it was just so perfect out of the gate. And oftentimes people do wind up getting these fantastic relationships, but it requires work as, yeah. a, as a lot of relationships do. And I'm not saying your relationship doesn't require work. That's not what I'm saying. But you guys seem to know that you were for each other. It was just a matter of you navigating that together to make it all for happen, sure. yeah. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it could have all gone wrong. Oh, completely. It could have all. It could have yeah. all gone. It could have all gone wrong when you go into something that fast. And but I it knew was the that, fact that the two willing... of you were just so committed to yeah. you know to going through that with each other. Like there was never a conversation that that you had where you had more. You know, you were like, oh, I think that I might like her more than she likes me. It was like you guys were on the same level. From day one well, and have just escalated since Here's the then. thing. Uh, when I asked her, the reason why I asked her to move in with me yeah. so quickly is because at that time, she was looking for 
a place. Yeah. She was looking for a condo downtown. And <laughs> you were like, well. <laughs> and she said, uh, there was one night we were hanging out yeah. and then I think like I slept over something and then she said, do you want to come with me? I have these three appointments to go see these three condos, right? And I'm like, yeah, cool. So I went and there were some like real nice places, yeah. but I was finding something wrong with every single one of them. Because right. in my mind, we're going to see all these places and I'm like, but I don't want her to move here. I would rather like selfishly, sure. I'm going to tell her, hey, I have this great idea. Why don't you just move in with me? Yeah. So all these beautiful places she was looking at, I kept finding something wrong with them. I'm like, uh. Yeah, you weren't in it. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, well, the bedroom, bedroom kind of seems a little bit small. Yeah. You have to buy new furniture. Yeah. Yeah, the kitchen, I don't nah, know. it's not. This place sucks. I'm like, hey, I know a great place. My place, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I cleared out, like in the, the master bedroom, I cleared out the entire closet. It had all my stuff in it. Yeah. And I cleared it all your toys. right out. No, no, all my clothes. Oh, okay. Every single article of clothing. So it was an empty closet, yeah. right? And it was the biggest closet in the condo. Yeah. And I said to her, like I brought her over one day and I'm like, you can just put all your stuff in here. Yeah. And she's like, where's all your stuff? I'm like, don't worry, I'll figure it out. And yeah. I just shoved it in like another closet that was way, way smaller. Because sure. I wanted to show her that yes, I was serious about having her move in with me. Yeah. Right? And we all know that. The closet space matters. Yeah. Right? Sure. Closet space matters. <laughs> David Mori? Um, I told Matthew that when he was ready to date me to just say the word now. And he still has And when said he said it. the word now, I knew he was the one. But it was different because I didn't clear, clear out all my stuff for Matthew to move in. He did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> With a garbage bag. Right? <laughs> Matthew even threw out Maury's cats. <laughs> That's how yeah. I knew he was the one. <laughs> now, enough times. These cats are leaving now. now. <laughs> these shirts are leaving now. now. <laughs> Maury's still, and how long have you guys been together? 12 years. 12 years. He's, Maury, he, Matthew will still throw out Maury's clothes <laughs> that he doesn't like. He did it yesterday. What did he throw out yesterday? He, he goes, oh, I, my, my awesome favorite Campbell soup shirt. He's like, I shrunk it. We should throw it out. Yeah, I know that shirt. That it's thing so had been awesome, in the, He hates it so much. That thing had been in the dryer for like 16 hours. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to shrink it up. Okay, uh, uh, let's continue here. Olivia, oh. favorite episode of The Office, favorite scene, and favorite character? What's the one where they all put um, different races on their forehead and they had to oh, go Oh, dude, that's like that? season one, episode two yeah, or three. That was right? one of my... It was for like sensitivity <laughs> training because, well, because of Michael Scott. Yeah. Who's my favorite character. I love Michael Scott. Yeah. Uh, mine is season four, episode 13, and it is labeled... The reason why I know this is because I just watched it on Netflix the other day, is the one labeled... Uh, dinner party. Yeah, it's the dinner when, party's great. Uh, Michael and Jan invite <laughs> a couple of people from the office over for dinner, mm -hmm. and Michael shows off his. Uh, <laughs> he has like a 10 inch plasma TV. Yeah, it's on the wall, <laughs> on a bracket. Yeah, and he's telling Jim, it's like, yeah, you know, I splurged. Yeah. Like, I installed it myself. And doesn't she play a song <laughs> oh that was God. like from a guy that she knows, but it's all about it's all about him screwing so, her? Okay. That is my favorite scene from the episode. Okay. Where things are super awkward and then Jan starts <laughs> dancing. <laughs> right? like, oh, let's listen to some music. Have you heard uh my my former assistant Hunter? Yeah. He he put out an album and then Michael's sitting there awkward and he <laughs> says something like, oh yeah, it's like real great. And then the lyrics and as Jan is dancing and she's closing her eyes, swimming yeah. back and forth and trying to get Jim to dance with her. The lyrics go, you took me by the hand, made me a man. That one night you made everything all right. 
my favorite episode ever. Yeah. Oh my god. What yeah. about the one where where Michael Scott had to travel and he was trying to invite everyone to his hotel room and he threw a party? It was just him and the party or yeah, whatever. No, no, it was him was... and Dwight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, oh, I love The Office so that's much. Such a good show. I don't know if I have a a, a favorite favorite episode, but the, those are just classics. Yeah. Um. I, jeez, what else do I? I love the I I love the run for rabies. That was, <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one yet. <laughs> yeah, the raising money, yeah. raising money to cure rabies. <laughs> yeah. Um. That one was great. <laughs> yeah. Um. Jeez, yeah, there's so, there's so, there's Prison Mike. Oh. I love, I love Prison Mike. I think that one is probably my second favorite. Yeah, episode. like there's so many great episodes of The Office. I may go back and Catherine put an op, uh, uh, an episode on the other night, and Roxy was there, thinking that maybe Roxy might be into it. Yeah, and she just said, "Well, she's not there yet. Like she's nine, sure. so she's not there on that that tone of humor yet." So she turned it off, and then she'd be like, "A couple more years, we'll give The Office another go." Yeah, because uh, it's it's good. It, it still airs great. like Friends. Like you could just put on the TV. The Office is. Always on. Always on. Yeah. Always on. Right, should All we right. do one more? Yeah, quickly. Oh, here we go. G asked this question. How come Dan and Maury is still married after all the yeah, that happened on your show? Is that true love? Yeah. Well, because he doesn't hear anything. Yeah. If you walked in the house, Maury, and Matthew had his phone in his hand and he was listening to an episode of the podcast, would you just slap it right out of his hand? Oh, immediately. Stomp it. Stomp <laughs> it on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Get me that. <laughs> Every week you'll see on Instagram at Kiss925, ask Roz and Mocha. Uh, ask us anything you want. We'll try our best to answer them. And we'll also try our best to get one of you to join us on the next podcast. Thanks for listening. It's been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast, episode 77. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Trans. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10. Kiss925.com or download the Kiss925 app.